Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time to Rolls Campaign 1. Uh, this is the Tales of Amrail. This is episode 19. Uh, we do have a few things to get into uh, really quick before we start uh, back into the story. Uh, first things first is that next week we will be taking a break from the current campaign, and we're going to be running our Halloween special one-shot, uh, the... Uh, Nightmare Before Halloween, Santa's Revenge. So if you guys want to watch us kind of do an interesting take on uh, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, that will be uh, out next Sunday live, 7.30 on this uh, channel here. And if you want to come check us out, there will be some people that you've never seen before on the channel. So uh, there's that. Um, yeah, I should probably message Squirtle uh, because he is not here. Um but uh, Squirtle's cleaning his house right now. Uh, but yeah, so that that is that is the one. I think the one and only announcement uh, that will be out. Uh, the Halloween special will be out on YouTube and the podcast the next, the Monday afterwards. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, let's get into the story. I'm gonna go ahead and message Squirtle. We are ready to go. Okay. This is the struggles of being of of, of running an online. Uh, you know. Uh, an online show sometimes you gotta do things on a fly but let's go ahead and hop in i really hope i don't open up to this next scene and see these lovely idiots doing something stupid okay they're talking there keeps uh oh he's back <laughs> like, I, thought you, I thought you said he's dead and i was like what <laughs> that happened fast <laughs> i i think i'm I, I think i'm still in my body i think i'm not a ghost right now i mean halloween is coming <laughs> up so this the, the world's are the world's combining are a little questionable <laughs> roll for life it's too scary i rolled an eight so this isn't looking good for me <laughs> uh, that's a fail <laughs> That's one death. fail. That's Roll one death again. saving throw. Okay, we're doing that. That's a natural one. Uh, well, you are now dead. <laughs> All right, the DM guys. has died. We win. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead. Think out of the camera. Hey. I can't get underneath my desk because my belly's too big. We won. Oh God, tell us so that we can make an OnlyFans on that. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. Is that does Beep canonically have a kazoo? Uh, if you remember, we were talking about giving him a sham and it being just a kazoo. Oh right, right, yeah, that's fine. My other character. That is absolutely fun. All right, we need a, a, a kazoo. Come here. All right, Come you, here. You, you guys, you guys ready for a slight recap? Just because we're gonna be hopping right into action pretty quickly here. Yeah. Hi, baby. Hang on, I gotta get my crying face on. So, uh, so are we saying that Beep does have his kazoo right now, or does he not? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He can. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he has it. Absolutely, he has it. Um. All right. Just for a little recap, uh, you guys found yourself being home alone after Madame Blackstone was called to the Earl's estate slash office, uh, in the southernmost fairy city of Yalinor. Um. Finding yourself left alone with the two messengers of the king, uh, Zane, you recognize one of them at least as your good friend, uh, Archer Flail, uh, having not seen him in quite a while, but uh, you knowing that he's doing his own thing. But you do randomly meet up with him as well as his betrothed, well, not no longer betrothed, actually married uh, husband, uh, um, Elkis Burningheart, which 
some of you have found out, uh, not all of you have found out, that uh, Elka is related to uh, Burning uh, Elkis. And uh, it's not really hard to put together when you hear the two names, to be honest. Um, Marriage is what brings us together today. After a nice, long, hearty talk between Elka and Archer, uh, and a what, in my opinion, was probably one of the best RP moments in this campaign so far. Um, yes, yes, it was. I We, uh, we moved on to the nighttime, uh, ready to take a rest with everybody, and uh, Elka found herself being targeted by a mysterious creature in the night, seemingly coming out of her bag of holding. Uh, Archer and Elkis and Elka uh, quickly stepped into action to defend Elka against this creature, uh, almost killing it where it transitioned itself to near the stairway out of Zane's bag as he heard the ruckus and he came running up the stairs. Uh, Zane did some blows with it as Ori came up the stairs and finished it off with his glaive. That is when Ori felt a strong sense to follow the creature as it sunk back down in the bag, seemingly cut in half. Uh, you all watch Ori jump literally the bag expand unnaturally and Ori sink down into Zane's bag of holding. Um, currently, uh, I'm going to start a timer as of right now. And Zane, you being the tinkerer you are, uh, you would know that most living organisms cannot live very long in an alternate dimension without a, without a source of oxygen specifically a bag of holding. So, um, let's go ahead and set the mood really quick. Um, Minotaurs can ex uh, exist in a vacuum, so... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to reach into the bag and try to pull Lori out. Um, okay, uh, so... How this spell, we'll call it a spell for now, works... Um, the effect that this creature has um, is you go to reach down in the bag and you think of Ori, just like you normally think of like an item that you would want. Uh, and you go to reach and you find nothing as you reach your hand into the bag. Um, while that's happening, Ori... You find yourself in a. You have do you have a dark vision, Ori? Uh, I, I believe so. Let me double check. Okay. Do I not have dark vision? Hold on. Do minotaurs have dark vision? I actually do not know. I. I know they got reworked, so I don't know if that got added or not. Uh, let me double check real quick. I got it here. I got it right here. We'll be using Monsters of the Multiverse uh, stat blocks for that. Uh, they do not. Okay. Or you find yourself in a... You blink your eyes and you felt yourself falling head first down into the bag. Um, but now you blink your eyes and you find yourself almost like as if, as if you're underwater not knowing which way is up or which way is down, left to right. But you find yourself in this, this corporeal space that has 
no light in it. You can't see. You put your hand up in front of your eyes. You can't see your hand. You try to you reach. You know, you reach around to like check check your shoulder. Like all of your body is there. Um, what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to first. I would like you to make a survival check. Okay. Uh, unnatural twenty. Okay. With the survival check, this is to rewrite your course as as where you're trying to find what's up and down. With an with an unnatural twenty. So dirty twenty. You're able to look around and as you kick your legs and try to move, you don't find any purchase with your hooves. But it literally feels as if you're walking in air or swimming through water you kick your legs and you feel resistance against your legs and you rewrite and your natural call it buoyancy corrects yourself to where your head is pointing towards you think the top of the bag is um we'll get we'll come back to you people on the surface archer's gonna be uh, uh, uh archer's gonna look at uh elkis that's not good right and Elkis, ah, uh, sh shit. Um, do I know any? And he start. You see, Elkis like start like fumbling with like. There's he has like a almost like a small little book, spell book maybe, like looking through desperately trying to find something that could maybe bring uh bring Ori back. Zane, is your hand still down in the bag? I'm going to get incredibly frustrated quickly. You can, like, see it on my face. I'm going to shove my whole arm in there. <laughs> okay, and you're going to try to... Try to find Call him. out to Ori. So, as that's happening, you hear Elkis go, Ah! That's it. And Elkis is going to cast... Uh, um, locate monster or locate, uh, locate person. And he's going to attempt to locate inside the bag. Uh, and immediately he's going to say, uh, I don't know how else to say this to you, but he's in the back. He's just there. I know that. I know that. I'm working on I, it. I, it. Like, uh, Zane, you reach down. Um, Zane, roll a, um, you also roll a survival check. Are there any children around us? At this uh, point, would... there. at this point, it's been noisy enough that a couple of kids are, all the kids are awake. At least, especially the ones that are in this room where, where the creature first showed up. Um, Three. But, smaller one close to me. Uh, where you're at? No. Uh, there are a few, like, looking out the door and, like, very very cautiously looking out the door, but none of them are, like, running up. I rolled a three. Three. You try to reach down in there and you find no purchase. Um, I'm going to keep my arm in the bag. Okay. Ori, you look up. And as the bag, as Zane is opening the bag, you see a very, like, far away, very far away, uh, what seems to be above your head, a small circle of light that is just gleaming down into this dark void. What do you want to do? Uh, I'll try, like, kicking my legs and moving my arms to kind of swim up. Okay. Does it do anything? Yeah, it does. You actually, as you're doing that, it's slow. It literally feels like, 
best way I could describe it, it feels like you're swimming through slime or jelly. And as you're swimming up and like kind of like trying to kick your legs, uh, make an athletics check for me. Zach, when you have a moment, I need I, my character wants to do something. Okay. Uh, hold on, let me look at something. Where am I at during all this? Okay. You're, you're outside. I'll, I'll catch you up on what, what's happened to you. Okay. That is a... 23. 23. Yeah, so... You kick your legs and you feel yourself actually shoot up farther. And this little hole, this little tiny, it literally looks like a... Best way to describe it is that it looks almost like apple-sized hole turns into like a pumpkin-sized hole. So you find yourself uh, doing that. Um, we're coming back to the people outside the bag. Thaddeus, what did you... Thaddeus wants to do something. What does Thaddeus want to do? Thaddeus wants to grab a child. Okay. Tie a rope around the child. Uh, okay. And throw the child into the bag. I am not allowing that to happen. <laughs> I will fucking kill you if you don't let me. I will not allow you to try to hurt a child. Uh, I'm not hurting a child. Are you saying eventually you, die? Are you so no? Are you a child? Are you saying this out loud, Thaddeus? Yes. Elkis is gonna look right at. Uh, uh, I, if a big guy like him can fit in there, we could probably fit one of us in there. So wouldn't would, recommend it. Would be throwing um, a kid down the hole be the best option? Looking around. I'm tie your, the rope around myself you? then. Somebody oh. hand me extra rope. Oh, so okay, so you're you want to tie yourself? Up? I will tie tie the rope around myself. Okay. And uh, okay, I will and use I my. I am going to jump into the hole. Archer's gonna. I uh, will Archer's tie gonna, my rope okay. around Thaddeus. Okay, Archer's gonna like look around, and be like, uh, "Is anybody else strong here? Because I." I'm I'm quick, not strong, and no, Elkis is not. I have dexterity. Uh, wait, is and then Archer's gonna wait. I know who it. Elka. So, Elka has come down the hall, but not like she's over here. Like, kind of like peeking around the door because she still doesn't want to have to deal with Elkis and Archer, but she also doesn't want her friend to die. Elka, you're the only one that's strong enough to hold this per hold this rope. <laughs> Alaris is going to be like, why don't you just let me go down? I'm small. Uh, uh, okay, Alara is sleeping on the on the table downstairs currently. Um, yep. I, I did not even notice the token on the thing. Uh, so we'll see that Alara has woken up in a kind of a weird super, and you see, and you're walking up the stairs trying to find Ori, and you find Thaddeus literally tying the rope around his waist, like about to head so okay so elka is you're gonna hold on to the rope yeah okay so i uh i'm, a, I, I'm uh, going El to assist. elka's gonna come down and like be like all right give me the rope okay and i'm gonna to tie something. it around my waist to like have extra right i will it. assist elka okay can I, can I have beep wake up and head over <laughs> So Beep has heard everything that's going on with his passive fun. perception, and I will need a fork. If I remind, if I remember correctly, you had <laughs> he you was said, laying in bed. 
You you had said that uh, he he really didn't care, but yeah. So if you want Beep to get up and start, he, he'll over finally give a shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Beep Beep does walk over after as as Thaddeus is throwing himself into the um, into the bag of holding. You see, Archibald. All right, uh, Thaddeus, hold, hold your breath. Uh, and uh, as, as Thaddeus, as you hit into the bag of holding, you find yourself falling, and then you stop. Um, Ori, make a dexterity saving throw. Seventeen. Seventeen. You're able to, like, 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 toss yourself out of the way just enough and you see you don't see anything but you feel and Thaddeus you feel a brush of fur against your arm as you I'm uh, gonna just give a big grab and hug to that fur roll dexterity check for me uh advantage or not not just a normal dexterity check Natural twenty, nice. Yo. Uh, yeah, you're as you brush by, Ori, you kind of get a natural instinct to like reach out because it's the first like living thing you felt, and Thaddeus also feels you and just immediately, as dexterous as he is, grabs grabs around your leg, and uh, is you now feel this thing on your leg, Ori, just this weird grappling sensation on your right leg. It's me, Thaddeus! Hold on, you big fucking hairy beast! Can I um, hear anything? Oh yeah, you can hear it. So you you hear a very muffled uh, voice, um, familiar to you, um, and you do make out. Actually, I'm gonna say make a perception check because we're technically in an infinite void right now. Oh Jesus Christ! He's gonna fucking hack me to death. Uh, I'm not very perceptive. That's a six. The DC was five. So, luckily, it's not that hard to hear things. And But you were just able to include a, a bit of, um, a bit of the word, it's Thaddeus. And you look down, you don't see anything, but you feel five, two sets of five fingers wrapping around your leg. And you hear Thaddeus immediately, and you, and it's just kind of a thought of like, I don't know what this is, but you did hear the word Thaddeus. Um, at this point, people who I are have extra rope. No, you're tied to my rope. At this point, people the the people up top, you feel the rope, almost as if a massive fish is on the end of your line. You feel just immediately, Elka. You you like get pulled forward as there's resistance uh and um immediately almost well you're you'd be right here and zane is helping i would like either zane and elka to roll strength checks or elka to roll with well, elka or zane to roll with advantage okay roll with advantage okay who, who has the rope tied to them elka uh, me elka and, and i'm I, assisting her and i know that Yes. Yeah, I did that before you I'm jumped in. I'm going to use my special ability, and I am going to tell Elka, this is Thaddeus. I have hold of his leg. 
fucking pull, please. Uh, hold on real quick. I need to look at the details of sending. Or uh, it's message, it's just... technically. Oh, it's messed. Okay. Um, let me see here. 120 foot. So, yeah, you are within the range of that. How long is the rope, Zane? Well, mine's... 40 foot and then whatever everybody else contributed to. okay so we'll say you are within range i just need to see if message goes through dimensions or not i think it does but i'm not entirely sure beyond a barrier magical silence one foot of stone one inch of common metal a thin sheet of lead or three feet of wood blocks a spell the spell doesn't have to follow a straight line and can travel freely around corners or through openings so there's no saying on whether or not it can be heard through dimensions, but I'm going to say, because there's there is an, an opening, there is an opening between the dimensions, technically. The message does go through. Uh, Elka, you hear Thaddeus chime into your head, and immediately, as as your, your legs are being pulled forward, what did you roll on your strength check? 14. 14. You're able to, hold on, but Ori is heavy. And that adding Thaddeus to it is makes it about six hundred and fifty-ish pounds. And as you grab you it's a weird resistance. It's not like it's dead weight at the end of it. It's almost as if you're trying to pull a dead fish out of the water. Or like a foul hooked fish out of the water where there's just a lot of I'm like, resistance. You said it wasn't dead weight, but it's a dead fish. And as you get pulled forward, Elka Elkis instinctively grabs onto your shoulders from behind and tries to pull back and, and aid you um almost in like a in a very much a parental type uh fashion um but you guys are pulling tense the fuck up can i uh climb the rope yeah as soon as you or yeah as soon as you feel the grab on you do feel the rope hit your chest so if you want to grab on the rope and just start climbing with Thaddeus on your leg, you certainly can try. Yeah, I want to start doing that. Roll a uh, athletics check for me. That is a 24. 24. Yeah. So you are able to slowly start climbing through. And it feels like you are climbing through a vat of lard as you come away up and uh at this point i would like you guys feel like each hand grab onto the rope as he's climbing so i'd like elka to roll another strength check with advantage to see if you can uh hold on 22 22 so you're able to even even with the uh with, with the like kind of stiffening up because of Elkis grabbing onto your shoulder and trying to help you and make sure you don't fall in. Um, you're able to like bury your feet in the ground along with like using Zane as a buffer between you and the bag. And uh, you're able to pull up. And as, as you're climbing Ori, this bit of light turns into almost like the sky and it right in front of you, you guys see horns protrude out of the bag and you see a you see like the red red uh irises of ori start to peek out of the bag oh god what were you waiting for pull him out uh, thaddeus roll dexterity saving throw 
Thaddeus, roll a dexterity saving throw for me, oh, please. Dexterity saving throw? Yep. Or de actually, dex check. Not saving throw, dex check. Sorry. You're not taking a, you're not taking a hit or anything. Did I? You did the save properly, but he wants you to do normal. Dice, Sorry, so. that was my bad. Even better. Even better. Uh, Twenty-four. <clears throat> yeah. So as Ori grabs onto what seems like the Ori for you seems like the edge of of this like dimension. It's actually the sides of the bag. <laughs> And as you grab, the bag collapses down to the ground and like your hands slip a little bit, but you immediately see the commotion like of what's going on. Um, and by the way, we are using this guy as a as a form of the bag just for the sake of it. And as you lift yourself up, I would like everybody to make an individual strength check except for Thaddeus. So anybody who's holding onto the rope and Ori himself. Just normal, not advantage. Just normal. Everyone's 17. What the hell? At least you rolled shit this time because uh, Elkis rolled a 15. So, um, yeah, 23. <clears throat> you guys are able I to. 21. I did a save, my bad. You guys are able to pull. <laughs> I got an 11. You're able to pull up and Ori comes at like a birth. Just plop out onto the ground and Thaddeus is like on his leg, cradling for dear life. <laughs> um, and immediately, or you look down, you see that, oh, okay, the, the, the thing that is on my leg was Thaddeus. Um, Ugh, yeah, I kick him off. Um, another hey, fuck thing... Fuck yeah, I'm saving your life, bitch! Uh, Ori. Roll a d8 for me. D8. While this is happening, our I'm, next gonna, encounter. I'm gonna seal the bag quick so nobody falls in. Fair enough. So that's that's cool. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look at uh Zane and be like, what the fuck was that that came out of my bag? Something that doesn't usually happen. Mm -hmm. Ori, what did you roll? Eight. Okay. Ori, you uh as you stand up, your great axe is missing. Seemingly uh. disappearing into the bag of holding. However, when you go to reach for it, you find this leather satchel that's probably a good foot long, maybe a, or maybe not foot long, about six inches long four inches wide and is a leather satchel that is kind of like rectangle in, in shape. I open it. You find a what seems like a stack of tarot cards. Oh, oh no. Um the back. Uh that is like they're they're neatly stacked inside of the satchel. And so when I tried to reach inside of the bag of holding, that was, I got that instead. No. So you found your great axe missing as you pulled yourself out. But in return, strapped to, to the leather strap across your back where your axe would normally be held, you found a leather case 
Oh, okay, okay. Strapped to your back instead. And I have tarot cards. They now. look like tarot-looking cards. I kind of spread them out across my hand. Okay. Uh, they look strange. A lot of strange designs. There's some that are like almost look like a court jester. One that kind of looks like a wise man. Um, another one kind of has a weird look of like a skull. Um, one kind of looks like a star. The other kind of looks like a like a diamond and then there's another one that looks pretty curious um that is all black but um yeah you look at them they're just kind of weird tarot cards can i make a history check to see if i know what these are um with disadvantage okay having just climbed out of the bag and trying to get you get your wits and while he's doing that i'm gonna Look at Zane and go. Sorry, nothing personal. What is my history? Uh, that's a nineteen. You know, they kind of look like tarot cards. You haven't really heard much of anything like that. Um, although, at the look of these cards, Zane. Um, make a intelligence check. Oh, okay. This should be good. Gathering upon the the books you've read and the knowledge you've gained. <laughs> nine. You've. And I... If anybody else around here would, I, I'd say the only other per. There's only. Elka, you can roll an intelligence check. And beep, you can roll an intelligence check. <laughs> oh, uh, brother. None, of, none of you really <laughs> know what these cards okay, are. Okay, what does Elkis know? Elkis looks at it, he's like, Where'd you get those? Does Thaddeus see them? No. Oh, yeah, everyone sees them. So, Th yeah, Thaddeus, you could roll intelligence as well. Um, Our last hope. Uh, Elkis rolled a two. Can I roll intelligence? Oh, uh, Can I? Oh wait, that was a saving throw. Hold on. Alara, you. I'm gonna be honest with you. With how young you oh, are. Oh wait, you, I forgot. You, you I forgot. Ne you never <laughs> An 18 is less than the 19 Zane rolled. Um, and you look at these things and, or no, that's sorry. An 18 is not I less than nine. Um, is less than Ori. Uh. Thaddeus, you've heard stories of arcane items that do come in the form of cards that grant, when pulled, grant great wonders and gifts, but sometimes also grant death and destruction. Although you're very unsure of what these are, they may just be normal tarot cards to you. I'm just going to say, I've saved your fucking ass once tonight. I'm not doing it again. Okay. Just put it away. Can I reach inside the bag of holding just and try to reach for my axe? Yeah, so as you reach into there and you think of your axe, axe is gone. It does not appear in your oh, hand. Oh, brother, this trick. Uh, and alive, you beast! 
what were the what were the cards again? They were the cards are in like this like leather like satchel about the same size as them. Um, you look down and you to your count, there's about twenty of them roughly. I roll Ar Arcana to see if there's any magic coming off of them. With disadvantage. I make an Arcana check on them. Fucking Christ. I rolled a nat 20, but I also rolled a 10. Yeah. Uh, so that would be a 11. 11. Can't really, they're kind of hard to gauge. Zane, yeah, you, I'm going to say Zane, Beep, Zane and Beep can roll Arcana checks. Jesus Christ. Kind of hard to read. <laughs> Do you want that with or without disadvantage? Oh, sorry, with disadvantage, yeah. I don't think mine could get much worse. Ten. Yeah. Die. Still ten. Um, <laughs> with the with the ten and eleven, you can gauge that they're they're kind of either they look like cards. They may ha they may have some magical properties to them, but they're really hard to tell just from looking at them. And unless you were holding them, uh, uh, then you really wouldn't like be able like for you guys you wouldn't really be able to tell uh, but just glancing at it you can't really tell if they're magic or not so or you have instead of an axe you have a deck of cards do you do anything in particular with those decks of cards uh i draw one card what is it oh fuck roll a d20 for me don't add any modifiers four You draw it, and on that card is a the symbol of a moon surrounded by the sun. Um, and as you look at it, oh, let's see here. Let me make sure I know what I'm um, looking at here. The eclipse. Oddly, nothing happens as you uh, as you draw this card, but you do feel um, relatively lucky as you pull it. Um, but nothing happens innately. Um, okay, can't believe this is being given to a minotaur. Um, Nate, I will message you what to add to your character sheet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. For fuck's sake. Oh, God. This is, I like this. I don't. Talking about die and... I was ready to throw a child in. I know. I was not going to allow that. Did you see my message I sent you? Me? I typed it in chat. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I just would have looked at you and just shook in my head. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
So that'll be coming to you in just a sec. Is there anything else you want to do with this deck of cards? Uh, I'm going to wait to see what happens before I do anything else. Let me just get it back in the satchel, I guess. Okay. Oh. oh yeah so I don't know you have no idea uh, is the card gone the card has now it vanished from your hand and ended up back at the top of the deck. So as you pulled it, it disappeared and you saw another card magically apparate to the front of the deck. Okay. And it's just it's just there forever until I use it. Until you accidentally, yeah, or character you, Nate, understand, but Ori had does not. Okay. Hmm. You do feel Whatever. a little. You, you do feel a little tingle, though, in your brain, when this happens. But you also feel kind of lucky. Like, is it if you were to, like, wish something into, wish something, you know, maybe something would happen. But, but you don't know. Anyway. Oh, I, put the, I put the deck. I just put the deck cards away okay. in the satchel, and I. Okay. So. Weird. Having saved Ori from uh, from the bag of holding, we're out of combat. Or that we've been out of combat, but we are out of any sort of um, danger as of right now. So if you guys want to go back to bed and continue your long rest and we can wake up in the morning, you I can do would that. like to go back to bed. Alka's gonna run the fuck back to bed and cover herself in a blanket. As you run away, Alka's like, uh, I'll talk to her in the morning. Bitch, no, you <laughs> won't. Archer and um, Alka's do wander back to bed. Um, And before they go, Alkis is just going to be like, I would, big guy, I would be careful uh, around magical items. Especially bags of holding. They're not fun. Hello, everybody. I just fucking saved his ass and oh, he gets only fucking. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Why did you do that? Beep. Okay, so you guys 
Make your way to bed. Um, Did I find anything when else when I was inside that bag of holding other than a fucking hairy leg? Interesting enough. Um, you also roll a d8, Thaddeus. And if it's an eight, you need to re-roll. There's a four. Is there... Now, if, remind me, you have... I'm gonna lose something. Yeah. <laughs> let me look at let me look at your inventory real quick, and then I it'll coincide. Oh, Todd, you know better than to ask. All right. You played yourself. Yeah, I did. Todd, what you don't what you don't realize <laughs> at the time, or sorry, Thaddeus, but Todd. Yes. You, as you. Pat yourself down for the night. You know, just make sure your things are there. Curiously, your ball bearings are gone. Now I need my fucking balls. Um, but in return, you find a vial of this weird greenish, like cerulean, cerulean looking, looking liquid. Inside of a massive, like, beaker vial. Um, but you can't really ascertain what it is. It just looks like some weird, uh, some weird, uh, liquid. Um, that being said, Aiko, just to catch you up on what happened to you. So, this night has been eventful for Aiko. Um, Aiko went to fall asleep outside. And uh, he was met with a creature that came out of the river that attempted to take him out of the tree. He succeeded on his dexterity saving throw. So him and uh, Aragon were saved. However, this dock and this boat are not there anymore. They're just gone. Um, you, I then had you, you heard a ruckus, you ran to the door, you tripped over Vaten's tail because you failed your dex, your dex check on that. And then you immediately said, fuck this, turn around and went and found another tree. So, Seems about right. um, so as you guys go off to bed, you guys have all taken a long rest. Um, and we wake up the next morning kind of curious as to the happenings of, of the night before but the day is yours Madam Blackstone has yet to return. Is there anything you guys want to do in, in particular? Um, let me look over my inventory quick. I'm going to make sending stones. Sending stones, okay. Do I am I aware of this switch of inventory? Um, not yet, because the the uh, uh, ball bearings and this curious vial of liquid are about the same weight. So just in your normal bag, you they switched out as you jumped in. High, high or low? Uh, low. Back. Let's do low. Eight. Okay. Yes, I go through my bags. Okay, you go through your bags and you find that your ball bearings are missing. Then you find this large beaker full of cerulean liquid that is sparkling. Uh, almost like um, 
Almost like a sapphire, except lighter. Do I know what it is? Well, an arcana check. Uh, where's arcana at? It's in your uh, skills. <laughs> Four. It's a blue, shiny, gem-like looking liquid inside of a beaker. Hi, everyone. So, like, after this whole freaking episode with the hairy beast that dove down and... Anyways, I lost my balls. And I have my ball bearings. And I have this vial, a glass thing. Anybody you might know what it is. You lost your balls. I lost yeah, my what? balls saving your fucking hairy ass. You're... I'm so yeah. sorry. Dude, For the children you will I... not have. I won't gonna have any children anyway, but thank you for caring, finally. I'm so sorry about your balls. Like, if I lost mine, I would... Oh, I don't even know. Um, at this point... I can probably make you a prosthetic? No, 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 not my fucking ball bearings. The shit I throw to help us. Not my oh. real balls. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank the gods. Yes, Ooh. thank the gods. Not that I fucking use them anymore, but anyways... <laughs> Pour one out for his balls. <laughs> right. Oh, let's call for the gods of my balls. Anyways, I lost my ball bearings. And now I have this, like, bottle of this... Shit, I have no idea what it is. I don't know exactly what happened. All I know is I tied a rope on me, Davin, grabbed your fucking hairy ass, and got pulled out. Oh, can I see the liquid? Yeah. I'm gonna try to figure out what it is. I roll an arcana check. 19? It is definitely magical. Um, You have never seen a potion of this variety before zane uh but you can definitely tell it's magical and you can definitely tell it has some form some sort of effect interesting uh i don't know exactly what it is but uh it is a potion of some sort well i guess we'll wait for the lady of the house to come back and she might know unless one of these two lovers know what it means Um, as that happens, people are walking down the stairs, and we'll switch to the downstairs view. You see that, uh, everyone who has walked down the stairs, Elkis and Archer has yet, have yet to walk down the stairs. Um, but who, everybody who has, uh, the three skeleton brothers, um, stand up and immediately go, this isn't right. And they look at why? What is Kenny? Where's your arm? Oh, uh, shit. uh I, I don't I, I don't know, Kevin. It was it was a leg. Oh sorry, leg. So Kenny tries to stand up and cannot. Uh he's just like, what happened to wait? And Kevin's head Horse. is on <laughs> Kenny. And Kevin's like, wait. And they, they start touching their body. Like, why is my head on your body? Uh, why My head's on your body, too. Wait, why am I missing a leg? <laughs> or he's, like, snickering and trying to, like, cover his 
face at the table. He's just like trying to hold in his laughter. And Kevin stands up, whose head is the body. Kevin stands up, whose uh, Kenny's body is on Kevin. It stands up. Ah, oh, this isn't right. And you see Kenny pop the head off of uh, Kevin's body. Kevin's body falls over with the with the um, with the head still in his hands. And uh, Kenny's like, "Okay, so how are we gonna do this?" I. And you see, you see the the head that's in the hand start. I don't know. I can't move the. We can't move the bodies without our heads being on it. And then immediately, they look over to you, Ori. Is there any way you could help us? This is this is a predicament. I don't know what happened. Maybe some spirits got a hold of us, but this is all jumbled, and I don't like it. Uh, what do you want me to do? We just need you to take Kevin's head off of Kenny and then once that body falls down, take the head of Kevin and put it on Kevin's body and then take the head of Kenny and put it on Kenny's body. And I'm forgetting I'm forgetting the name of the third one right at the second. I didn't write uh, it down. Casey. Kev Casey. It was Casey, yeah. Casey's the one missing a leg. Um and Casey's just like, ah, my head's not missing, but I can't stand up. What happened to my leg? Okay. Can you persuasion? Yeah. Just base persuasion. It's a nine. <laughs> or he's just like, no, I'm going to finish eating. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess we're just stuck like this. We can't do our jobs if we're stuck like this. Alara walks in holding a blankie and she goes, I'll do it. Okay, can you? Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it. What <laughs> was that cheese involved? She'll do anything. Yeah. And where's the little one? And so, wait, Alara, you helped them. She just starts Naruto running into the fucking kitchen. <laughs> oh, they're 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 on the they're on the bear uh, on the bear rug. Currently. There they are. Paul's ass. And so you you replace their heads, and Kenny stands up and he's like looks around. It's like. Now, uh, Nate, did you replace their arms as well? I can't remember. Did you just replace their heads and rip uh, the leg off? Trying to remember what what all I did. I I switched their heads around. I think I moved some of their bones around too. Okay. Well, as oh, long... still, I have to grab your fibula. And they, you, you, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say for the sake of just uh. Hilarity. Uh, go ahead and roll a medicine check for me, Alara. Actually, you're probably okay with that, actually. Well, I not want it, so it's an eight. You don't... Wait. Actually, wait. No, I just picked it, laid it down. It says 19. I'm confused. We'll take mm -hmm. the 19. It's fine. Okay. Because <laughs> it rolled, like, all the way across my desk and I picked it <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you're able to... You first stumble a little bit because you're small and you have tiny hands. But anybody witnessing this, once she starts picking up the skulls and, like, replacing them, she does it in, a, in an efficient... in such an efficient manner, an almost surgical-like manner, that she's just, like, rapidly replacing the bones and putting them where they need to be. And eventually they all stand up except for Casey, 
which I'm going to mark his name for my sake. Um, it's Casey with a K. Mm-hmm. Um, and Casey's just like, uh, go ahead, brothers. Uh, I'm, huh, it'll take, it'll take me a while to re- regain, uh, or regenerate the bone, but, uh, unless you can find the bone, that'd be helpful. I don't know where it went. Maybe it's somewhere in the house. Has anyone seen our little one with his dragon? Oh, Aiko? No. Aiko is currently still outside, probably awake by now, but outside still. Can someone please let him know that we're alive in here? I'm sure he'll be in when he wants to. Uh, Vaten just, like, looks up. This this one will go and check. And will... Vaten will make his way to the outside. And just starts looking around. Eiko, what are you doing outside? Are you up in the tree still? Or are you down stretching, doing your morning stretches, that type of thing? You're muted for some reason. I can't hear you. Can't hear you. Did you hit the mute button on your mic? Understood. There you are. There we go. Stupid stream deck crashed on me. Yeah, okay. Put the pedal. Um, what time is it again? In the morning. Nine o'clock in the morning, roughly. Yeah, I'm just relaxing in the tree. Okay. Vaten walks in just because... Uh, small one. Where are you? I'm over here. Ah. Uh... Uh, I'm forgetting the name that he has for Thaddeus at this second. Uh, uh, the our our group is wondering where you were, and uh, we did combat last night. I don't know if you were aware. Nope, this is the most comfiest tree I've ever seen. Okay, well we're making breakfast, and then All right, I'll be done. We, turns around and walks into the kitchen and starts making breakfast. Uh, at this point, Elkis and Archer both walk down the stairs. Um, and I need to find where, if I have them on the map here, did I get rid of them? I got rid of them. Okay. Do, 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 do. Uh, where are they? In my, I have so many tokens and roll 20 it's not even funny there we go so they both were and archer's like like popping his neck a little bit and like yeah put stretch his neck and elkis is like already dressed in in his uh in his normal garb and he walks down he's just like "Ah, well that was an interesting night last night everyone wouldn't you agree yeah most certainly Hey, he's just like, hey, well, uh, well, uh, let's, let's have, how about some breakfast? And then we'll see if we can get a hold of Madame Blackstone and see if there's any word on when she'll be back. Hopefully. I'm looking to get these kids out of here. Yeah, that's um, probably, especially after being attacked by wherever the hell that was. And Yes, and we almost had 29. Thank you, Zane. 
And uh, you're going to see Archer just quietly walk over here next to you, Zane. And just go, Ugh. hey, uh, big guy. I think your name was Ori. Do you mind if I take a look at those cards you got last night? Ori has, like, food in his mouth. Why? I just want to make sure they're nothing that can harm you or anything like that. Or nothing seemed to happen. Yeah, the magical items can be fickle sometimes, and I have gained an eye to identify them. Okay. I'll hand him the deck of cards. Uh, Archer's going to cast Identify object on it and uh he's gonna be like he's gonna be like look at it and huh well, these things are definitely magical uh yeah you should be fine just be careful with them all right Oi. and then he's gonna quickly walk over to elkis and whisper in his ear I roll a uh, perception to see if I can hear it. From that far away, sure, but with disadvantage. Because okay. he's whispering. Six. You don't hear much. Um, although, Aria, who has seemingly fallen asleep in the library with some of the kids, is going to pop up and what? what time is it? What happened? Early enough for breakfast. Oh, good. Ugh. I don't like sleeping on the floor, but it's better than that cave. Um, look right at uh, Archer and Elkis and... <clears throat> hey, so uh, what you talking about? As she flutters her wings and kind of like spreads them as and walks up to Archer. Hey, so uh, what you talking about? Um, a uh, little one, this uh, just, you know talking about marital things we're you know we are married oh well you're talking about a deck of cards and i just wanted to make sure that i, I what kind of deck of cards are they are they playing cards are they you know are, uh, are we are we gonna play like three dragon annie or like come on i, I like games and are just like no no we're talking about an item that one of your one of your protectors um seem to uh procure but no big deal all right like, ah okay well oh i wanted to play some cards and she just kind of like saw like mopes back to towards like where the other kids are um at this point elkis is you're gonna see elkis like everyone who's looking and ori you looking you're gonna see elkis like eyes widen a little bit and immediately like snap back to Archer. Why don't you tell them? And he's going to say it quiet, kind of quiet, but out loud enough that you hear it. And Archer's like, well, I'm going to fucking tell them, but I'm afraid they're just going to keep it if I, if I try to take it away. And, uh, and I hear that. You you hear bits and pieces of it, yeah, but you 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 hear why didn't you tell them? But or you like, or we'll just walk over 
<laughs> Tell us what. Oh god, you're huge. Um. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Well, hmm. Yo, he's probably never heard that before. I have. Why do you that Thank way? You. Um. No, I'm talking about the little. I'm gonna have to tell you. If I'm sure Brian... you're well endowed. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Ori, uh, Ori, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tell you. Um, you and someone you trust what these things are and how to be, because they're. Ugh. I wasn't gonna tell you anyways because I thought it'd be funnier to see what happens, but apparently my husband here is too much of a stick in the mud. And well, he wants me to tell you what they are. I can't let. Well, I, I trust Alara. You can tell her. And Alara is which the one? The cheese gal. She she's, loves the cheese. She's that one. <laughs> I guess she's just still trying to put them back together. Yeah, she's still like efficiently putting back each each individual bone. Uh, okay, she's around. okay. And, uh, she's Doctor um, Bones. Um, and the, the look old, at her. And a promising doctor. Uh, yeah, isn't she really young though? But she's learning to deal with the bone. That's what's important. You know, at that age, that's very impressive. It is. But oh fuck it! Just make sure the the normal kids can't hear you, especially the one with wings. And at this point, Arya's like, "Hey, what did you say about her? You're not in here, Aiko. Yes, Are I you? am. Aiko. Oh. Yeah, I walked in with my team. The oh." Oh, white and cold form. He's here. The one with the well, wings. Well, get a dragon. The one with the wings. I don't know her name. She's, oh. At this point, she's already, she's already off over here. She can't really. We'll see if she hears it. Actually, she does not hear it. That's a natural one. Um. And well, we'll get it, Lara. Uh, and he turns around to Echo. Listen, I, I don't know who she is, but she's a bit too curious, and she's clearly a child. And what we're talking about is something that kids probably shouldn't listen to. Or be tempted with at all. Like at all at all. Uh yeah, I'll go get or he's gonna walk over to Alara. Okay. Actually, all the adults join us at the couches over here. We need to talk about something. And Alex is like, Well, I didn't have to be this big of a deal. Well, you're the one that fucking said tell them, so we're going to tell them. Balls to the wall or not. I, I pick up Alara and put her on my head. Okay. Alara, here's a piece of cheese. Thanks. So, Elka's just been, like, upstairs the whole time, like, dreading Coming leaving downstairs. the bed. Yeah. So, other than she's you, she's not going to yeah. be here unless, uh, Someone like literally comes to physically drag oh, Hold her. on, hold on. We're missing <laughs> our rabbit lady. And that's a name. Oh, well, I know, but isn't she like related to one of these two? Yeah, like, yeah, she's. Yeah, I'm related to the owl. Yes, Elkus <laughs> is gonna. Yes, she's she's my niece, but she doesn't want you to know that. Kind of a blabbermouth. Anyways, she doesn't really want to talk to me, so just just leave her be. She's fine. She needs to be down here for this. She's part of a group. She needs to be, whether you want it or not, and I certainly understand oh. wanting not. 
Oh, but I, she needs to be here. I, I want her down here. I want to be in the presence of my niece. I haven't seen him forever, but she okay. She doesn't. Maybe. I'm, I'm can you hold off for one minute? Little one, can you send your dragon up there to wake her up and tell her we need her down here, please? Well, I my mean, dragon can't really... What? My I dragon mean, can't really say anything, but I can send my daughter up there. I, I mean, I think Elkis should go talk to her. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Elkis just kind of like... That would be a good idea, I have to say. Elkis just kind of sighs and looks like kind of nervously over to Archer. I, I guess I can't. Archer's like, I'll go get her. She's part of a group. She and needs to be involved in this. Archer walks up the stairs. And... don't get what they don't understand. For the love of God, I fucking dived into a bag with this fucking Harry Beef. We know. We were there. We know you're a big hero. I'm not wanting to be a hero. I just fucking grabbed at your goddamn nasty hair, that's all. It's not nasty. Hey, he just had a bath, I think. Like, a month ago. Oh, it hasn't been that actually, long. It was pretty recent, actually. You were actually there. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I got caught in the downdrift. About choked. At at this point, Archer just comes walking up the stairs very quickly and slams this door open. And just goes looks at you in the corner, like hiding underneath the blankets. I'm just like under my blankets, just like wishing I could go back to sleep. <laughs> and at this point all the kids are pretty much out of bed and not downstairs and playing around. And so it's pretty much just you in here. And he just, like, looks at you and just goes, You can't avoid this forever. And if you leave me alone. Yeah. Well, there's something we got to tell you downstairs, and this is something you should hear. Are you pregnant? <laughs> no. We already checked with a doctor. We said it's not possible. He said it wasn't possible. Yeah, well, mom says one day you're just going to shit an egg out one. Just. Well, that's... what's so important? There's an item that your big brood of a friend somehow acquired through the bag. And you need to know about it. Everybody needs to know about it. And I don't want to waste my breath saying it twice. So you cannot, you have one or you, you, you have two choices. You can either freely get yourself up out of bed or I'm going to come over there and drag your lazy ass out myself. You wouldn't. Try me. I'm going to I'm like... stronger than you. <laughs> you may be stronger than me, but that doesn't mean you're faster than me. Listen, old man. Old man. You know, Alan's lived to be hundreds of years old. I'm still relatively young, thank you. You're so old. Fine. I'll, co I'll come downstairs. I'll come downstairs. Thank you. We don't have to do this the hard way. Psychic ability and just tell it, send a message to her. We really, I don't know what's going on, but we need you down here. Thaddeus, dot, dot, dot. You can reply if you want to. Cool beans on my way. All right, so you guys make your way downstairs. 
I would also like to point out that when I, as a herringon, say cool beans, I mean I'm talking about the beans on my toes. Yeah, the toe beans, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, my toe beans. <laughs> You're just full of rabbit puns. That's that's all that yes. Alka does, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm that is popping mad. So at, the, at, at, at this point, you see Elka sheepishly following behind Archer. I oh. try, it's fine. There's two of me. Oh my god. What is what is Elkis going to do with all that angst? Oh my god, the trauma. <laughs> uh okay. So uh And you guys you guys eventually you see uh Archer wanna come on now, sit down. I will stand, <laughs> thank you. And I'm gonna stand like right here. So that I don't, so I, I don't, I don't have to make eye contact with Elkis. Elkis is staring right at you. I'm not gonna look at him. If he could stare holes through your head, he would. Oh, I'm aware. You hear in your head. Patan, can you please come from the kitchen area and join uh, us, please? Oh, uh, this one will be right there. And you see him like just finishing plating eggs on plates. Um, he but. Elka, you hear in your head from Elkis. Does it have to be this awkward? Just gonna really quickly give him, like, I'm just gonna, like, look at him and glare and then look away. You're gonna hear in your head again. <sighs> Whatever. And Vatan at this point is, like, walking over, gnawing on a piece of bacon. He's like, well, uh, what is it we need to speak about? Uh, hey, Zach. Hey, yeah. I will be back in five minutes. Okay. Well, that's, uh... We need to talk about we, breakfast. No, we need to talk about the... And he, at this point, or he doesn't seem to be paying attention. <laughs> Because he's gone. And uh, Archer's going to just swipe the cards from the back from his satchel. He's like, we need to talk about these. These are dangerous. And all of you are adults, well, except for the 30 kids and the little goblin girl. Um, I'm not going to take these away from you. But you need to know what they are. Right. This is a curious deck of cards. Um, and whenever you draw a card, something happens. This has been called many things across Amrael, but um, the best thing it's known as the deck of many things. Uh, it's a magical deck of cards that can either spell great fortune or great ruin. Um, Zane, you've probably heard of this. Sounds familiar. Obviously not, since he couldn't recall that last night. He was a little groggy, you know. Mm -hmm. I did get the, the shit kicked out of me. A little bit in the moment. Excuses. And he, and he did get raked across by, by a couple of claws. Um, but, so... Um, I guess I could show you how it works. 
Mm, well, this is gonna go great. And he's going to look Just at. Don't kill us, please. He's gonna look at the deck of cards and look right at right at Elkis. Should I do this? I was like, no, you shouldn't do this. You know what happened the last time anybody ever drew from the deck of many things? Well, other than what Ori did last night, they disappeared. Forever. Ah, fuck it. What are the odds it happens again? He draws a card. Oh. And he looks at it, he's like, oh, well, that's good. At least it's not the bad one. And it disappears from his hand. And in his hand, a gem laced dagger appears um, in his hand. And he's just like, you see, so sometimes a card, when you pull a card, you could get something like this. And I did jump in to save him. If you think you're keeping the thing that I just risked my life for, you're you're kidding yourself. No, I'm not. He would rather die than give you the dagger, Thaddeus. Trust me. Why don't that you just is... let Thaddeus draw a card? Would you? I mean, listen, I'm not going to tell anybody not to draw a card. But let me remind you, there is a card that I am aware of that can literally kill you. My life is already over. Do you want to draw a card? As he, I mean, always... from what you told us the other day, you still haven't found that person you're looking for, so... Like I said, I've traveled for years. I've never found my true love noetic so i guess the question is what is the harm fine you want to draw um and i just realized there's 22 cards not 20 so we can't roll a d20 um so he looks at you and he's just like all right and he like fans out the cards in front of you go ahead draw one give me a number between 1 and 22 todd if you do want to draw from the deck all I've got to d20. Five. Okay. Uh, also, since I'm right there, I'm gonna run over and pull a card, too. Like, really quickly. Go for it. Uh, I rolled a three. Okay, so first we'll, we'll do Thaddeus first. Thaddeus. Yes, sir? Um, as you pull the card, the card burns up in your hand. And immediately you see in your brain a, um, a medusa-like creature pop up in your psyche and stare at you suddenly you feel slightly weaker uh than normal you for the next for the next two weeks uh in game have a negative two penalty to all saving throws damn it so three Okay. I'm back. Uh, 
Ori would have heard that this is considered the this is a uh, magical uh, item called the deck of many things. And now you uh, Thaddeus has drawn a card. Archer has drawn a card. And now Elka is drawing a card. <laughs> oh, wait, does he still have it? Nope. Uh, Archer rolled a like a 30 to steal him from you. Um, hey. <laughs> uh, so uh, when Elka grabs the card, I'm going to look straight at Elka and be like, maybe it'll make me disappear. So sorry. I wouldn't wish for that if I were you. I'm going to shuffle to make it completely random. Negative right. two to what? All saving throws for the next two weeks. Ouch. Somehow. Okay. Elka, you draw a card and it's, you look at it and it is a picture of a comet. Like a shooting star. Um, curiously, nothing happens right now. Um, I'll message you the effect of this card. Actually, no, I'm not going to message you the effect of this card, but the card disappears from your hand. Um, and nothing happens. And at this point, Archer's like, you see, sometimes things happen right away, and sometimes things don't happen. But they happen can, down the line. Can I have those back now? In a moment. Please. They're yours. I'm not taking them from you. I don't want this responsibility. Trust me. I'll wait. Thank you. All I'm saying. stand here. Do know they're <laughs> dangerous. He's going to like sidestep you. All right. He'll, he'll turn his body to keep looking at them. And you can see the visible anger starting to boil up on Archer's face. But <laughs> Ori just has like a blank, like like he's just like looking at him, waiting patiently. Archer very carefully puts the cards back in their satchel, and he puts them, and he's just like, "Listen, Ori." When I say be careful with these, I, I listen, I'm a risk taker. I just drew a fucking card from here, but just know that there are cards in this deck that could literally kill you. I live on the edge. That's all well wow. and good, but remember you do have people that worry about you and care for you. So just keep uh. that in mind and he hands it back to you. Wow, maybe one person that. here. I, don't... I guess Alara. Fucking about died for you. I don't know if I'd do the same for you. Probably not. But I thanks. don't even really know why I did it for you. But I did. Maybe, maybe there was some goodness in you. Maybe you're starting to warm up to him unknowingly. Happened with me. You have a god complex. <laughs> What'd you say? I said maybe you have a god complex. Maybe my love is truly a bear. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Elko's being a complete bitch. I'm not really a fan of elves, but you're alright. I'm um, not really Zane, a fan of you. Yeah. You feel a 
muffled voice start coming from your satchel. What the fuck? <laughs> you hear Zane? Is that is is that you? Can you hear me? Yes. Is that is it Edna? And it's coming from the sending stone that you handed to Edna. And you 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 can say something back to her, but she can't say something back to you. Yes, uh, we're still here, Edna. Don't worry. It's good to see you well. Nothing happens. Well, yeah, she can't respond, but... So who all drew this? a card? Again? Archer drew a card? I did. Elka drew a card. And Thaddeus, Thaddeus drew a card. Drew. So the results of the cards are... Archer, when he drew a card, a... Bejeweled dagger showed up in his hand magically, and he immediately tucked it away. Um, when Thaddeus drew a card, although it's unbeknownst to him at currently, um, he felt himself get slightly weaker, and he now has a negative two uh, modifier to all saving throws for the next two weeks in game. Um, and Elka drew a card and. Seemingly nothing happened. Does this deck have unlimited uses? Yeah, most... Uh, I think there's only two cards that don't return to the deck once they're drawn. So, technically, yes. Okay. Um, oh, that was, okay, I was just curious. <clears throat> but, While you're both here, do any of you recognize this and I'm going to present bottle. The Archer um, it's a potion of some sort and Elka's just like well let, let me see that. And Elka's like reaches out and looks at oh you see his eyes glow. This seems to be a potion hmm seems to be a potion of heroism. I think he's got enough he of a recognize me. Um, <laughs> at least I think so. Uh, if I remember correctly, potions of heroism give you temporary strength or temporary maybe more, more life essence. Um, Make my penis bigger. Probably not. Well, Is it that do you have self con are you self conscious about it? No. Oh, yeah, oh. I will oh, yeah, no. Oh. no, not at all. I'm Irish. It's like a big potato. What's Irish? Yeah, Never what's mind. Irish? Never mind. Do, 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 do. Um, do potatoes exist in your world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, or he's gonna ask what's a potato. We've ate them already. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. He might be Boil mashing potatoes. them. But I don't think they're getting in any stew. Say it's they're stiffer than cheese, and they last longer. 
depends on the person eating them, but, you know. And why do I feel like a god is about to fucking strike me dead? Roll D100. If you pull another card, you might be dead. Roll a D1. <laughs> You're dead. Roll for random lightning. Right. Lightning bolt. Um, I just sent you the description of the Potion of Heroism as uh, described kind of blankly by uh, by Elkis. That's the actual description. Um, at this point, you hear everyone's... You hear one of the skeletons talking about, well, uh, dinner... Or, sorry, oh, my head's a little shifty right now. Um... Breakfast, that's the name of it. Breakfast is ready, so if you'd like to eat something, children, food's ready. And all the kids are like, yeah, food. But they all seem to be, they hop up and go to the respective spots that they've been eating food at recently. Um, food is set out on the table, um, and all of you sit down to eat. Uh, if there's anything you want to do while this is happening, you can. If not, we can move on with the day. Yeah, I'm just moving on. Okay. So as as you guys finish eating, um, you hear a a chime coming from this this side of the room, over like kind of towards the alchemy tables and stuff that you saw. Madam Blackstone using prior. Anybody else hear that ringing? Did I get hit really hard by that thing last night and just I'm hearing shit? Now I'm hearing something. I'm just gonna walk over. So, you see a small little stone sitting, uh, on the table, Ori. And uh, what do you want to do with it? Uh, he'll pick it up. As you pick it up, you, look he at it. you hear a f familiar voice come through it. You hear, uh, I, I don't know who can hear me, um, but uh, I may have found a way to get you back home. This is Ori. takes about a good 30 seconds and then you hear sorry uh these stones have to recharge um but okay uh ori tell everyone that you need to sit out and head to yalamore or yalanor right right now okay 30 seconds go by oh and be careful i was attacked on the way Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll put it down. All right. So are you going to go... Everyone kind of heard that coming out of the... Like, very faintly coming out of the stone. Or you walk oh, back he's just and... going to, like, look up and be like, Oh, guess we got to go. Bye. I guess we're heading out. 
I'm we have to go to Yellenor. Okay. So where are you two headed off to before we leave with these <clears throat> kids? <clears throat> Ironically, Yellenor. All right. Oh, well, that's our first. Sake. That's our first stop on our. That's our first stop on our way back to the capital city. All right. Well, you can do me a favor then, old buddy. Make sure these kids don't get hurt. Why is this my job? Because we're going to get them home the rest of the way. But if something happens, I would rather take care of it. Don't dump your responsibilities on me. I... The amount of times I've bailed you out from shit, this is the least you can do for me. The two of you need to stop. Ex Please. Excuse just, me. Stop. I'm just gonna We're trying to save these freaking like... kids. We need your help. No, let them go. Let them speed on ahead with all of their important no, royal things. Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Precious there. Okay, not everybody can live a life of fantasy. Some of us have lived a life of shit because society has treated us that way. So if the two of you feel better than everybody, then screw you and go on your way. But if you want to be like the rest of us, then please do your duty and help. Duty. <laughs> Archer's just going to look at you with like the biggest like, look of disdain. Thaddeus. And just look right at you saying, like, I've dealt with some really shitty, annoying people in my life. I know. But isn't, he, he comes on a little too strong, don't you think? Uh, yeah, he can be a bit much on occasion. Sorry. Maybe I haven't had the fancy of living through everything that you did. I've given you... up everything in my life. Oh, you so, have. You... Oh, Twinkle Toes, you have no fucking clue what I've lived Twinkle through. Twinkle Toes, you really fucking won't go at it. Yeah, you're not going to win this one, buddy. I don't give a oh. shit. I've got nothing to live for. That I'm going to I'm gonna walk over to Zane and be like, I got 20 on Archer. I also have 20 on Archer. <laughs> well, 20 on fucking Archer. The point is, I have nothing to live for. The only thing I have is these fucking kids, and I'm asking these two fuckers to go damn helpless. Well, whatever. And Archer just kind of, like, walks away. If you want your kids to be safe, I'll make sure they're safe. Hey, Thank you. Got that thing back? I'm gonna just oh, look over at Thaddeus here and be like... You back the, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna look at Thaddeus and be like... You really don't know what you're, who you're talking to, buddy. No, about I know exactly anything. who I'm fucking talking to. That is, I think you should focus on yourself. I'm trying. And we need to talk about your drinking problem. Jesus Christ, Ari. <laughs> wow. This is an intervention. <laughs> and let's talk about your fucking hygiene problem. I think hygiene is fine. Your drinking problem is out of hand, and I think it worries some people. May have a look around to see who actually cares. Beep. I'm gonna be like. Beep. Beep is worried about you. Does the cheese look girl still love me? Does my cheese girl still love me? I mean, I He's asleep. Too. I eat lots of cheese. And I love you too. <laughs> 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 
She's like over there. At this <laughs> point, uh, Alan walks <laughs> over, <laughs> finishing with the hangover. He had he had just. Re- why are you guys talking about drinking? We're getting ready to leave, Alan. You need to we're, stop. We were about to. Oh, we were no. about to start Thaddeus's intervention. Why does he need an intervention? He's fine. He Anyways, has a drinking problem. Well, everybody oh does to some degree. God, you've got a fucking hat problem. Well, it's affecting the rest of us. Oh, and like I didn't dive into a bag of holding to save your fucking Harry ass. And he is appreciative that he is. Oh, but... Do you want a cookie or something? Goodness. The positives don't outweigh the negatives. <laughs> the amount of times we've all risked our asses for each other so far has been pretty high. Let's maybe, maybe you on. should meditate and think about yourself and what you do to better yourself more. Elkis is really surprised Ori knows that word. Elkis is going to casually walk past, glance at Elka. Like, I'm going to go make sure his his head hasn't popped off his shoulders. He can get a little uh, a little frustrating sometimes. I know, I apologize. And he... he, he Where's our like, little one in this dragon? He's standing right by the fireplace. Just listening to you bicker with everyone. Yeah. Um, as, as Elkis walks away, Thaddeus, you hear in your head from Elkis, we need to talk, but away from everybody else. Let's talk when we get to Yalinar, okay? Sounds fine to me. I send a message back. Very good. (sighs) And at this point, Alan's just like, well, uh, well, I, uh, <clears throat> I guess we're, uh, we're getting out of here. Um, make sure you lock the doors and all your shits together, kids. This is, we're going home, I think. Oh, by boy. the way, K, Mr. and Miss, all of the K's, thank you for your hospitality, sorry about your leg. And at this point, Casey looks at, like, at this point, Casey's been helped up and he's, like, hopping around on one leg. And he's, well, it's a little harder than I expected. And Alan's, Alan just walks up and he's just like, I'm sorry about that. I don't know who messed with you, but, and he's going to like reach down and you're going to, he's going to like wave his hand. You're going to see a leg start to slowly generate from his hip. And he's like, I have some powers for keeping y'all alive. Just not a lot. Does anybody else's head hurt? <laughs> Just Mine. yours, Alan. Okay. Mine Probably Thaddeus's. Jesus. Him and his drinking. Ruthless. You and your fucking smelly hair. I don't smell. Yes, do you I do. smell? I look A little day. bit. Well. I think we all do, to be fair, just given the circumstances of what we've been going my through. My physical conditions are easy to fix. Your addiction is not. Oh my god. Yeesh. I'm just gonna look at that he's cooking Jake. Archer didn't start out with anything in his life or ever. Oh, where was so when I was an orphan, my mom told me before she got rid of me that I always smelt like ass. Well, you've obviously found a piece of ass to attach to. Alara, oh, you and Archer have a lot more in common than you know about. I like you. He does smell like ass. I, I yeah, like yeah. you, my little one. My little Jeez, cheese, do I like smell that bad? Yes, you oh, do. Archer, not you. Oh. Anyways, let's move on. 
So you gather all the kids. The kids gather all your stuff. You guys gather all of your things. Uh, Children, follow the smell. Alan is going to wait for everyone by the door and make sure everyone comes out cleanly. And uh, as everyone comes out, uh, you're going to see Archer and Elkis kind of like standing off to the side over here. Like, Archer's very clearly pissed off. Um, but as soon as the kids walk out, he throws down his more a more calm face. Um, and uh, Zane, you can clearly tell he's pissed. Um, but he, he, he doesn't know, bud. Just, he doesn't know. Uh, as I'm walking by him, I'll say that and just tap him on the shoulder. And you'll you'll he'll just shake his head a little bit and uh you lead the caravan of kids. Uh Alan will peek his head and be like, Oh well, um <clears throat> uh I will uh see you see the K's later. Um Alright. Locking the door behind me. Locks the door. And everyone wanders. Uh, I'm going to say after... This is probably around 11 o'clock. 10, 10.30, 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, and you guys make your way north towards the Alinor. Um, and after a little bit, the kids start to get a little whiny and a little... You know, it's You've been walking for an hour. And the kid that was given the uh, hand axe, um, he kind of looks at all the kids. We're going home. Why are... Why are you whining? We actually, there's a chance we can go home. So let's just rough it out and get to where we have to go, okay? Um, But you guys make your way probably a good two hours, three hours in. And you're probably about a good three, two, two-thirds of the way there. And you see Archer kind of flying ahead, uh, looking around, um, just making sure that nothing's amiss. And then you come to a grove. Um, and where you'd be coming from is here. Uh, can you put my token down? Yeah. I have so, no idea why I can't put mine down. Yeah, it's weird. I'll have to look into it more. I'll, yeah, I'll also look into it. <clears throat> oh god, everything went black. Oh, never mind, it was me. So Archer's up in the trees, trying to jumping tree to tree, flying ahead, making sure that there's nothing amiss. Uh, Alcus is kind of straggling behind. We're going to use this token to describe the kids. All of you are kind of keeping a nice little uh, barrier around the kids as you walk. Um, who am I missing? I'm missing Alan. Alan is very much leading the way um, for the people that are walking. Uh, We're also missing Beep, Thaddeus, Echo, and Dragon. There's Beep. Here's a dragon. Now, Aka, would Aragon be flying through the sky, uh, or would he be kind of walking next to you? He'd be flying. Okay. 
Just so that if I need to uh, look through his eyes, I can to see ahead of us. And Vaten is also. Vaten would be also taking kind of the lead, um, keeping an eye out. Um, I'm swinging through the trees, if that's possible. Oh, I would have switched back to my regular thunder guns at the morning. By the you, way, sorry. You absolutely can, um, but I'm going to need you to make acrobatic an acrobatics check. The DC's low because it's you, but you're doing something that is out of the norm than walking. <laughs> Twenty-one, yeah, you're fine. Everyone sees, so you see Archer flying ahead, and Zane, you're very used to watching Archer do his thing. Archer is a very um, fast, dexterous individual. Um, and eventually you guys all make your way, and I'm just going to go ahead and... Aiko, you're trying to kind of keep up with them through the trees. You're finding your, it's, you're finding it very hard to keep up with a person who has wings and knowledge of the forest. Um, but everyone does make their way up to around this clearing right here. And all of a sudden, Archer, you see Archer land on a giant mushroom. And he, like, looks around. He's like, uh, uh, guys. Um, What's wrong? Uh, we have company. I don't know what it is yet. Uh, FYI, I don't see myself on the screen. Okay. And Thaddeus would be heading off the, the f top. Uh... I don't know what it is, but ready your weapons. Um, protect the kids, all that. Um, let's have... I'm going to have Alara roll a d4. And I want Beep to roll a d6. A two. A three. Two and a three, okay. Also, I'll be right back. Okay. So, immediately flying in. Yeah. Um, flying in. Archer immediately sees these really weird, and anybody has a passive perception over 15. Uh, sees four really weird creatures start flying at rapid pace towards Archer. Very small. They're very small. Um, and coming from the left, and immediately Alan clocks um, a what seems to be a odd four-legged creature that he can't really describe but he just immediately goes um guys there's there's something coming from the right and he's gonna immediately sidestep and what he sees if i can find it's the right left, but just so you know um i'm trying to find the right uh token uh 
Where the heck is it? I already added it to my journal. Ah, there it is. You see what looks like a four-legged creature. Um, I need to grab the character sheet for that. Kind of wandering, scaly figure, um, reptile and reptile-like. Two of them start sniffing the air, trying to looking and trying to smell the air and immediately Zane, Thaddeus and Alan and Vaten clock these two blue scaled creatures quickly approaching from the right. Um, these creatures right here will fly over Archer and look at him and ignore him and immediately attempt to go and attack Alan. And that's where I want everyone to roll an issue, please. You should have. I thought we had an issue already, but I guess not. 14. Okay. Yeesh, me. Hey, Zach, your camera's frozen, by the way. Is it? Mm. It's Yeah, it's been frozen for like 30 minutes. Oh, well, that's annoying. Yeah, but you look sexy in that picture. You should put that on your OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, the eye roll was great. Put that on your OnlyFans. I want to watch you stroke that beard. I want to watch you tiny stroke your beard. <laughs> Zane is. If a I had a beard, you would there, be Are there tips me. set up on uh, on this stream? <laughs> Actually, no. There's not yet. Roll the fourteen. You can do a a tip for a beard stroke. Stop. No. Ori rolled <laughs> shit in initiative. Wow. I will never. Me and Beep fast. That's a, that's that that's probably the most shocking development of the night right there. Yeah, he didn't one tap everybody. <laughs> I get monsters. to go. I get to go. You act like you're gonna hit somebody. I won't, but at least I get a chance. <laughs> he always kills everyone before we get a chance to. I need to stab more people in the balls. Um, Archer rules. Probably fucking high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> um, that's, uh... Archer's initiative. Oh, my God. Uh, Archer's initiative is a whopping 19. Is Ara in this battle or no? Um, she can be, yeah. Um, I don't think I ever changed your name, but yeah, so we could say she's. Well, we, we I had to redo all of her stuff. We'll just say it's... she's protecting the rear, so I can roll for her. I know what her initiative I have, is. I have, it's three point sixteen. Yeah. 
protecting the rear. Okay, so Arya rolls a 12 for initiative. Seriously, can you let me click on it and type? Thank you. Uh, roll for, uh, well, actually, no. What'd you roll, Aiko? 14.18. 14. 14.18. 14. 14. Okay, you're, I think Vaten is slightly faster than you. So you're going to go after him. What? Well, what's your modifier? My initiative modifier? Yeah. 418. Okay, actually, you are faster than Vaten. So he's going to go. And Aragon's on yours. Uh, beeps. Let's roll for. Do I need a roll for Aragon? I can. No, no, no. He he takes your initiative. Oh yeah. Because he has an option for initiative on his thing. And Elkis fucking rolled terrible. That's a two. Um, sounds like regular Elkis. Yeah. You shut your whore mouth. Elkis's hey, rolls. You, you know how it in was. The original story. <laughs> it was. It was awful. Awful. All about himself. Okay. So Elkis rolled a whopping five. The natural That's... two plus three. Oof. <laughs> that is his dreaming about himself. <clears throat> or he's asleep at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and then Elka, you're you're 100 faster than Aiko. Uh, uh, I just have the same. Are you the I'm same? I'm also oh, eighteen. Uh, Rollies then. Roll D20. Eat that. <laughs> a two. You just have to beat a two. Uh, Wait. <laughs> roll Aiko. Just roll D20. Wait, what? Roll D twenty. You're trying to figure out who's going who's going first. You were uh We both rolled the same Natural twenty, <laughs> yeah, okay. You go faster. I'm so than... sorry you made I made you use that, that twenty. No, 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 I'm definitely not gonna be able to hit anything. <laughs> Shit, I'm so sorry. Um so okay, so You blew it. And then I also need to roll for Alan. Got so many fucking NPCs to roll for. You made them. I know. Alan gets a four. He rolled a natural one. Poor Alan. Let's go, Alan. He's too drunk. Um, but yeah, anyway, so... Coming off that hangover. These three... <laughs> so... And then I need to go ahead and add... There, Nick. It's much better than, uh, than Alan. That's an 18 plus 4. So that's a 22. For these things. Which they are... Actually, it beeps faster, curiously, but they do get a surprise round. And then these things have yet to be added, but I will go ahead and add them really quick. Okay, their modifier is... They're slow as shit. Okay. Alright, so that is the entire initiative order. Um... So these get in, get an attack, uh, a surprise attack round. Mine's missing like half of us on here. Sorry. The turn order. Oh no! Yeah, don't part? don't pay attention to it. It's fine. I as long as I see it, and I'll I'll let you know. Um, let me go ahead and grab that. So these creatures are immediately going to surround Alan, 
and all of them are going to make a bite attack at him. 18 hits. 15 which hits. Third one misses. And fourth one hits. So, Alan takes 3d4. Well, 1d4 per, so that's... Uh... Okay. Alan... Alan takes nine points of uh, piercing damage as three of them make purchase with his body and swarm him and start biting him. These creatures are very tiny, and they kind of look dragonoid. Like, they, they're bigger than Aragon. Or, no, sorry, they're smaller than Aragon. But they are... They are munching, trying to... They almost look like little mosquitoes. They're probably about the size of massive mosquitoes, like giant mosquitoes. They're really tiny. Uh, maybe no bigger than a bird. Yep, definitely not hitting anything now. Um, <laughs> but that is the surprise round. Beep, it was your turn. Is he here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm okay. Here. Beep is going to use shatter. Right? Uh, on all these? Okay. What is Yeah, the... yeah. Like right behind the back one. What is the save? It is a constitution saving throw. These things have actually pretty good constitution. Um, so first one is a 18. Uh, that That's good. Second one is a 17. That's good. Third one's a dirty 20. Uh, they're all good. And then the so, fourth one is an 18. So they take, what, half damage? Yeah, they all take half damage of a 3d8. So I'll take nine damage. Nine damage? Yeah. You see it hit them and immediately kind of, like, shake themselves off. It doesn't seem like it hurt them as much as, uh, much as it should. Is that your turn? Are you going to try to move out of this formation, or are you still trying to uh, protect these kids? Uh, I'm going to stay in formation, and I'm going to use a bardic inspiration on... Hmm. I'll, I'll use it on Zane. Okay. Choice. Yes, I might need it a bit worse than me, but I'll take it. <laughs> Okay, so that is your turn. Now it is there the uh, dragon-looking creatures, the mini dragon-looking creatures turns. All of them are going to, well, actually this one is going to fly over and start buzzing around Zane's face. This one's going to take off and stay within range of Alan and buzz in his face, and this one's going to move up to be in, in, uh, in Alan's face. Um, first one is going to make a... Breath attack against Zane. Um, make I, Zane, you need to make a, a wisdom saving throw. Fourteen. Okay, you succeed. Uh, this creature like lets out a puff of like pollen-looking essence at you 
And you kind of shake it off, and you're, uh... And it seems to be no effect. Um... The... This one down here is going to look at Thaddeus. Let's see what... You can do... <laughs> I love I love these creatures. Um, this I didn't like that. <laughs> oh boy, uh, this this one's gonna look at you and going to just casually fly up to you, very very cautiously, almost like it's trying to be friends with you, and then just casually, boop, touch you, uh, touch you with its nose. And it's going to cast Polymorph on you. Oh, fuck. So I oh. need... I don't know if there's a saving throw. It might just happen. That's the spell save DC is wrong. Um, Wisdom. They're making a, uh, Make an a attack one. against him, right? Um, This is not considered an attack. It is simply a, uh, a friendly Son spell. Son of a bitch. Uh, so, yeah, make a Wisdom save. You fail. Uh, so this creature turns you into a uh, tiny little frog. Rabbit. Froggy. And you, what are you doing at the front line? And you uh, you will be like this uh, until uh, either the creature is dead or for an entire day. Uh, or no, for an entire hour. Right, so it needs to succeed on its constitution check. Um, this one is going to actually, using its full speed, going to fly over and start buzzing around Vaten. Uh, it does leave uh, uh, Alan's cone of attack. Yeah, I know that's a miss. Uh, as Alan kind of like sweet swipes at it as it goes flies away, like very dexterously flies around. And it's doing, this one's going to um, look right at Ori, and you're gonna see it. Like, look at you, and you're going to see it look... It looks like it's about to throw up. And it's going to cast Color Spray on you. Ew. Uh-oh. Um, I don't know if there's a Wisdom saving throw or anything. There's not. You have to roll. All right. I think it's just... um. Yeah. Uh, that's a uh, 17 plus stuff. I didn't mean to hit that. Um, yeah, that hits. 17 plus <laughs> 2. Does 19 hit? Yep. Okay. So. You are current. You are. Uh, you are blinded until the next turn. Um, which isn't exactly how that spell works, but... That is not. You're supposed to roll 6d10. Of how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect, eh? I see. Yeah, isn't it in a uh, cone? And it's a cone. It is in a cone. So, uh, it's a 15-foot cone. What's the range on it? The range is self. Okay. Well, let me roll 6d10. 
Let's roll our D10. Six. Roll. It's 51 hit points it can affect. Uh, the total is how yeah. many hit points of creatures the spell can affect. Creatures in a 15-foot code originating from you are affected by an ascending order of their current hit points, ignoring unconscious creatures and creatures that can can't, that can't see. Starting with a creature that has the lowest current hit points, each creature affected by the spell is blinded until the end of your next turn. Subtract each creature's hit points from the total before moving on to the, to the creature with the next lowest hit uh, points. A creature hit points must be equal to or less than the remaining total for the creature to be affected. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, so who has the... It's going to be... People affected will be Zane. Uh, Zane, the children. Vachin. I'm sure the children don't have 41 HP. <laughs> no, the children each have 4 HP. And we're going to consider this a group of 15. So... Four times, so four times fifteen is fifty. So one more HP left. So all the kids are blind right now. Four times fifteen. Sixty. That's sixty. Okay, so all the kids except for two are blinded right now. Oh my god. <laughs> um, at least in the front. All the, as soon as they all get sprayed, they're like, I can't see. What's happening? And some of them just start crying because all of a sudden their loss of vision is very confusing. Sit still, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, but that is that one's turn. And then this one that's still on Alan is going to... Um... Okay. Is going to attempt to cast Suggestion on him. He needs to make a saving throw. That's a natural 20 for good old Alan, so he succeeds. Uh, and you're going to hear... You're gonna, anybody who can understand Sylvan are going to hear the dragon start talking. It's basically going to tell... Uh, it's going to tell Alan to start walking to the right. Uh, but on a failed save, all right, and then on a successful save, nothing happens. Alan's going to laugh at it. And Sylvan, uh, laugh at it and say, Sylvan, my mind's too sharp for you. Um, but that is their turn. Uh, next is Archer. Archer is going to be right here, uh, and he's going to immediately swoop down, rapier drawn, and he's just going to stab the shit out of uh, out of this one real quick. Okay. That's like one of the only rolls I can roll where he won't hit. I just rolled natural one for him. Ooh. And he goes to stab and the dra <laughs> the dragon just ducks underneath and his uh his the rapier in his hand uh the 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 one you know about magic. <laughs> uh yeah. As he goes to stab, he lets go of it and flies out of his hand. In a, everyone notices this, and but in the, it's kind of in a heat of battle. But everyone notices Archer, panic, and just immediately, like, dash over here to pick back up his rapier because he's. I have to start saying, I can't lose that. I can't lose that. Fuck shit. Can't lose. Can't lose that. And this. Do one, I know what that is? 
No. Actually, you would not oh. know. Uh, he okay. has never shared the, the, that. He wouldn't see it fit to share those details of that, but because of uh, of him passing through the that he takes two points of piercing damage as this uh, as this dragon bites him on the shoulder as he runs by. I mean, he could have disengaged. Could have, but you know, he's worried about his sword. Um, that is his turn. Uh, Zane, it's your turn. Uh, how far? Like, is it like right in front of me? The one? Yeah, it's it's flying within that five foot range. It's like zipping okay. back and forth in front of. You. It's almost like a, almost like a hummingbird. That's the best. That's the way to describe it. Where it's like flying back and forth very quickly. Its wings are, batting really really quickly. Okay, just want to make sure. Uh, cause I'm going to punch for an 18. It hits. <laughs> uh, let me do... It's a tiny dragon. It hits. It's going to do... 7 plus 5... Uh... 12 points of thunder damage. Cool. As you punch it, it... You make contact, but with its dexterous body kind of like furls out of the way and the the, the thunder damage doesn't seem to have hurt it should what seems like damage should have the damage should have absolutely like shocked this thing out of the air it's still it does it seems like it kind of shirked it off i'm going to punch it again go for it 13 that's a miss mm. it's dexterous it it dodges your punch as you try to hit it again and just kind I'll of bonus like, action Take a defensive field. Okay. And remind me what that does. I get five temp hit points. Cool. Okay. That is your turn. Aiko. You're at the back of the group, but you do have clear sight on this one. Well, actually, you'd be up in the trees. You would have clear sight on all these except for the one that's next to Vatan and Ori. Um, quick question for, can I cast Minor Illusion on the kids just to calm them down? Uh, Minor Illusion, I mean, they can't see anything, so. Well, wouldn't Minor Illusion, well, no. If you had calm emotions, then it would calm them down, but Minor Illusion, no, it's just an illusionary thing that makes a, a vision of something. Okay, never mind then. Alright, um But you two have you do have two little buzzing creatures that are flying around or three little buzzing creatures that you can see flying around right now. Alright, I try to hit the one closest to me. Yeah, roll uh roll an attack. I'd say you're probably farther up in the tree. Just so you don't get disadvantaged that close. Twenty two hits, absolutely. Alright. I actually hit something. Six piercing. As you are able to actually shoot as it makes contact, this creature immediately curls up in pain as you hit it with an arrow. And uh, it definitely took more damage than you were expecting from uh, from hitting it with, with that. Uh, and as as it hits it, it tries to regain its flight, and it's barely holding on, flying. Uh, 
That'll be my turn. Okay. Uh, Elka. Wouldn't it be Aragon's next? Or no? Oh, yeah, Aragon. Sorry. Yeah, you can do something. Well, uh, Aragon. Yes, so it was Aragon's turn. Sorry. I didn't move Aragon up with you. You're good. Um, I want to oh. hit the same one, and I want to try to do Weakened Breath Attack. Okay. Uh, that is a... I think it's just a... a uh, you got to roll for that, right? Or is that a... Yeah. Natural 20. To again, roll the damage die for that, which I don't... Did I put that? So it's a 9... Uh, nine doubled, which is eighteen, but because it takes half damage from all magical attacks, that's uh, nine points of damage. That one, Aragon, much larger than these creatures, just flies up and just scorches the shit out of this one, and it falls dead. Uh, Thaddeus, you turn back into your normal self. You're no longer a frog. You're back to being in your full body. Because the one that the one that polymorphed you is now dead, and it falls very very softly to the ground, almost weightless to the ground like a leaf. Um, that is Aragon's turn. Elka, what do you want to do? Okay. Well, I was gonna stab that one. So okay. So Thaddeus has already turned back into Thaddeus, right? Yeah. Dang it! I can't hop over the frog. Okay. You can probably uh, hop over just, him, though. Nah, I'll just boop, boop, step in here. And uh, I'm going to hit this guy. You only have to roll. Uh, as you stab it, it combusts in front of you. Come on. Um, you get the sense that the cards you pulled earlier had something to do with this. And you just watch as the, drag the little dragon, poof, as your sword hits it. Uh, what, okay. you, what you pulled is that the next creature that the next uh, dangerous creature or uh, enemy creature you attack instantly dies uh, in front of you. Oh. That you attack. So. Neat. So this one's dead. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess I'll do my extra attack and I'll go after this one. Good. Roll for an attack. Alright. We're doing this one and this one. Both hit. This one and that one. It, you, on the first stab with the ice, it just, you stab it and it just envelops it with ice and it falls dead onto the ground. Nice. That's all I got. Okay. Um, okay, next on the list of turns is actually Vaten. He is not here. Um, I'm gonna say he's just gonna, he's gonna look at this one right here, and he's just going to unleash Scorching Rays at this thing. With a little grin on his face. Gets to burn more shit. First attack. Misses. Second attack. Hits. Third attack. Natural 20. Uh, 
I don't even know. Oh, well, we can roll for damage. Oh yeah, so as you see Vaten just kind of like spin this arcane energy out, the first one shoots high into the sky, second one makes contact with the uh, creature still alive, and then the third one, he just like Kamehameha's it just right at this, right at this uh, little dragon and it incinerates it instantly, killing it. Uh, however, we are still in combat. Uh, the next person up, uh, that is Vaten's turn. Vaten is going to notice over here he's gonna kind of like kind of sniff the air a little bit and realize that oh there's we're not done and he's going to very casually make a conceited effort to still keep the children in their vision in his vision but like move slightly over that's his turn now it's these things turns they're gonna use their full movement they're gonna well we're gonna see if they smell you first they absolutely do um and they're going to slowly... You're going to see them sniffing. And... As you guys... As they get closer, I want... Don't need Archer 2 because it was passive perception. But I need Elka, Thaddeus, Zane, and Aiko all to make a perception check for me. Pretty sure that's a... Uh... Alan notices it as well. Fuck you, Aiko. Hey, at least you hit, at, least, at least you hit one of them. Fourteen. Twenty-one. It's Aiko. The tree kind of blocks your vision a little bit. You get the you can see their body mass, but you can't see in close detail. However, anybody on the ground, you look at it, and you can very clearly tell that these creatures, their eyes are shut, and they're sniffing the air. You get the sense that they're probably hard of seeing, or maybe even completely blind. But they're going to walk up, sniffing. This one's going to look right at Archer. And these things are about the size of a massive bull. Um, probably from nose to tail on all fours, probably about 10 feet long. And off coming off the ground, they're about five feet tall. Their heads reaching probably to about six feet in total length, in total tall or uh, height and this one's gonna look right at archer sniff him and then move on and this one's gonna walk right up to alan sniff him get down in a pouncing position teeth bared and it's going to attempt to bite at uh alan It's a natural twenty. Um, oh boy, that's a lot. That's a lot of damage. Alan takes. I'm trying to kill my NPC off here. Jesus, my Alan takes twenty-six points of piercing damage. Oh, plus. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> um, plus two more d6. <laughs> Uh, 23 plus, uh, that's an extra 12 points of damage. So, I'm blinking on my brain. Um, 36 points of damage. No, 35 points of damage. Uh, and he needs to make a constitution save. 
He is not poisoned. You, uh, Alka, you watch as this creature bites into him and just this very bright neon purple venom courses through his body immediately. But he's able to tense up his muscles and you see it slow down as it gets, as it infects the area around the arm where he, where he got bit and then slowly dissipates. Um, that's its turn. This one's going to sniff and do the same thing where he puts it, puts its claws up on the mushroom and sniffs Archer. It's going to ignore Archer. It's going to walk up. Sniff Alan. It's going to ignore Alan. Walk around the corner. Look at that. Uh, points ahead right at Thaddeus. Thaddeus, make a uh, stealth check for me. Stealth. 22. It's going to ignore Thaddeus. It's going to look right at Elka. Elka, roll a stealth check for me. Elka's gonna die. Oh, oh. The first oh, one. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, oh, thank God. It's also, the... why do I have heavy armor? I do not know. Uh, its perception is its wisdom, which is actually pretty good. Um... It's going to look, but with a 23, it sniffs you. And then it will use its jump ability, its hop ability, and jump over your head, Elka. It needs to roll an acrobatic trick. It succeeds. And it's going to sniff a 10. Bata needs to make a stealth check, which is fairly good, but does not beat it. And you're going to see it. It's going to open up its eyes. Elka, you see this. It opens up its eyes. Its its neck, well, you didn't see it as frills around its neck. Its frills are going to frill up completely, uh, like scales popping out of its neck. And it's going to let out this just guttural growl, baring its teeth, and it's going to bite Vaten. Oh, it fails if that's a natural two and Vaten's easily able to like jump out of the way as it bites at him that is their turn as now Arya's turn Arya's gonna fly up in the air and see these creatures see that they're biting see that they're being hostile and going to crossbow shot right at one of them I need to pull up her stats. I have it pulled up. What do you need? Uh, what's the plus to hit on her crossbow? Uh, plus two, uh, plus five. Yeah. She See? misses. Yeah, proof. She boom, shoots and like it shoots over its neck and misses completely. Uh, and then I guess that's just kind of her turn. She's up in the air looking around. Alara, it's your turn. Although Alara, you would be you would be up on Ori's head. Where's where are these things at? Oh, they're up there now. Okay. I'm going to move 
just a little bit closer, and I want to cast Earth Tremor. Okay. Uh... It's a. Uh, let me see. They have to make a dexterity saving throw. What's the range on that? It doesn't say. Well, why? Why does it not say? Well, it's a natural 19, so I assume it succeeds. Yeah. Um, let me see here. On a fail save, you the ground on Earth Tremor 5e. Sturdy saving throw. It is a 10 foot range. So anything in a 10 foot, it's not a cone, it's just a 10 foot range by the looks of it. Uh, on a failed save, the creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. On a success one, it takes half damage and is not knocked prone. Okay. So roll 1d6 and half it for damage. You guys are going to see... four, so two. Two? Okay. Uh, you guys are going to see Alara jump off Ori's head and all, like, Avatar the Last Airbender, Earthbender... Just like her tiny little body stomp the ground, and it's the, the earth is going to start shaking underneath the feet of the one that uh, that is attacking Vaten, but it seems to have hurt it a little bit, but not not too much. Um, that is Lara's turn. Uh, Thaddeus, what would you like to yeah. do? Uh, am I in range for a attack with a rapier? Where you're at, you're currently not in the range to uh, to hit them with like a your rapier, but you are in bow range if you wanted to do that. All right, we will use a short bow and attack. Nineteen hits. Roll for damage. Which one are you attacking? This one or the one next to Vaten? Which one has more damage? They're both they're both very relatively uninjured. Probably the one next to Vaten. Okay, uh, so that hits. Go ahead and roll for your damage. Eleven piercing damage. Very nice. Uh, so as soon as you hit that one, that one immediately flips around like a. For people who have not gone hunting before, it literally flips around like a deer being hit by an arrow, where it tries to sniff where the arrow went into it, but it immediately kind of shakes it off, and you see like. The wound not close up, but you see, like, its frills start to try to extend towards where it got hit. But it is... That's good. 13 damage on that one. Put that down. Okay. Uh, and then, do you have anything else you could do, Thaddeus? Uh, you still have a bonus action and movement. I'm going to use bonus action and move over here. Okay. Well, that's your movement, technically. And then bonus action is going to be a repair rapier attack on this one. Uh, you cannot do that because you use your short bow for the first attack. So if okay. you wanted to use an extra attack, you'd have to shoot again. Uh, and then I will shoot again. Okay, go ahead and roll for an attack. You can't switch unless you're unless you're a dual wielder. You can't switch between weapons on That's extra fine. attacks. Did you get 19, 19 again? I sorry, I was I wasn't even looking at. Yeah, 19 again hits. So are you uh, are you trying to hit this one now? Yes. Okay. 
six piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so that one also recoils a little bit and doesn't look at you, but kind of like looks in your general area, flips its eyes around from where it was biting Alan and like starts looking in your area. But that is, uh, that's your turn. Ori, what do you want to do? Uh, Ori will walk right here. Okay. And hit the one on its left. Okay. Uh, he's two-handing the glaive. Okay, so no strength check needed. Oh, wait, that's advantage. Yes. Yeah, you're uh, flanking, so advantage. Uh, that's a... 28. 28 hits. I always forget you have such a crazy... What is your what is your what is your plus on that? Plus nine, plus ten? For that plus glaive? ten. Yeah. For a glaive. Yeah. This is what yeah. happens when you give give your players really nice magical <laughs> weapons at the very beginning of a campaign. Yeah, I'll roll damage. Yeah, go for it. Uh, 34 damage. Jesus. Uh, oh, wait, 39. 39. Oh, no, it's 34. Sorry. Not oh, no, what I'm thinking. Jesus. That Glaive two-handed is dangerous. Uh, let me grab their... The character sheet, just so... Okay, so yeah, it definitely hurts. Uh, but you watch... Uh, Sorry, is it thunder damage or lightning damage? In the it's lightning. Lightning. Okay. You watch. Uh, how much? How much was lightning? Compared uh, five. to five. Okay. You watch it cut down, and like the lightning tried to disperse through its body, but its scales stopped the lightning. Uh, and it it looks hurt with the with the cut, but it, you know. But what else uh, you gonna do? Did the lightning have any effect? It looks like it has had little to no effect on this creature so should i just not roll lightning at all probably not okay I'm it's, it's, com anyway. it's complete it's I'm com not sure it's completely immune to lightning damage but okay okay uh i'll use extra attack hit it again okay uh that's a roll to 19 it's a so it's a crit Take that out. Yeah, you need to tell me the damage. It's dead. Okay. Uh, or you'll just cut it like a subway sandwich. <laughs> it falls down flat in half immediately. Um, this one, sniffing the, the ones behind you, sniffing the air immediately smells the blood of its friend and starts uh action surge i'm gonna hit it there you go how go for it it's gonna immediately start growling at you a uh, natural 20. man go for it champions i'm sorry yeah tra cha <laughs> fighter champions are ridiculous oh shit. uh I just rolled three uh, tens. 
So that's, uh... 60? 65 damage. It is just barely hanging on. Can I think my sword out? Sure. Okay. Uh, that's a 22 to hit. 22 does hit. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, fuck, what was that again? What was the damage? What, what's... Great sword 2d6. Go and roll for it. Okay. I I was about to, I was I was grabbing my uh, 2d12 and a tear went down my face because I don't have that anymore. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> seven damage. It is just barely holding on. Wait, 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 wait. I think I can re-roll that because I rolled two ones. Why would you? Let me look. A uh, great weapon fighting. When you roll a one or a two on a damage die for an attack, you can. You can make with a melee weapon. You can. You're wielding with. Oh, I'm wielding with two hands. Yeah. I'm so, not wielding this with two hands. Yeah, it's just a one-handed. Yeah. So yeah. Five, okay. Yeah. I rolled two ones. So seven damage. It's just barely holding on, but I think that is your turn. Yep. Elkis is going to. It's Elkis's turn. Elkis is going to like look around, see that the situation's probably handled, and immediately start like. He's going to use his action to start wiping off faces of children that got color sprayed. And like trying to trying to calm them down. Uh, Alan's going to look around and be like, well, that thing's dead as shit. And uh, instead of attacking, he's going to cast Cure Wounds on himself. <laughs> and he's just going to yell... I don't know who I don't know who uh, who wants to finish thing, this thing off, but uh, I'm done with this shit. And he's gonna cast cure wounds on himself. Let's see, alcohol is talking. He is also an alcoholic. <laughs> hey, careful. <laughs> uh, but that is he's gonna then bonus action. Actually, he can't do much with his bonus action. Actually, so. He's gonna stay where he's at. Uh, I think that's top around, right? Yeah, top around. Beep. Yep. What would you like to do? You cannot. Uh, where you're at currently, you can barely see the v almost bleeding out visage of this thing over here. All right. Let me see how far that is. Okay. You can fully move if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh I'm going to position myself here. Okay. And then I'm going to cast <clears throat> dissonant whispers. You okay? And I'll cast that at level three what type what type of damage is that psychic okay uh what is the um is there a saving throw 
wisdom save. Okay, that's a that's a natural nineteen minus one, so eighteen. That makes it. Okay. So. I think it's just half damage. Okay, so yeah, it takes half as much damage, doesn't have to move away. Okay, so go ahead and go and go and roll damage in. So it takes half damage of nine, we'll say five. How do you want to do this? It had two so, hit points less. The area around it will just start to sort of have like a wavy sort of mirage effect. As like very soft whispers of beep just come out of it. Just faint enough for people nearby to hear. You're coming out of his ear, out of there, out of the little slits of her ears it has. You just hear beep, 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 beep. Uh, and it falls over, ears bleeding, dead. Uh, we're out of combat. Um, so as you guys are looking at these creatures, you very clearly see that the one that Ori killed is, um, significantly smaller than this one that is laying on the ground dead from beeps dissonant whispers um archer immediately hops down like ah i haven't seen these damn things since i first got to arun but uh um well let's just be glad that it was only these two and not the big guy And then Elkis kind of like walks up after helping the kids. Oh, these are Fae Basilisks. That's a, uh, may have dodged a bullet with these things, but you see, these things tend to run in packs. And the fact that there's only two of them is a little concerning. We should probably not be around here. If there's more, we can, we can get the hell out of here. Yeah, Yalinor's like maybe an hour away, so we should probably. I mean, and he's gonna look back at the kids. Kids, are you all right? I know that kind of sucked, and those little fey dragons are pain in the ass sometimes. And all of them are just gonna look at. Yeah, we're fine. You know, they now that their vision's cleared again, and. uh Alan's just really well. I tell you what, them damn things hit like a truck. Well, I don't know what the fuck a truck is, but uh, they, they hit pretty hard. And maybe we should, uh, let's see. I mean, if you want to waste your time carving these things up and potentially harvesting them for something, you can. But if what you say is true, I don't want to see what the bigger one can do. What would you guys like to do? Continue on or? Continue on. Okay. I'd like to get the hell out of here. So 
move on. Okay. So as you guys walk through a good probably 45 minutes now, you come to a clearing where, for the first time, Elka, with your own eyes being this close, you see the Grand Tree of Yalinor, which is, in your history books, one of the central parts of Southern Arun, or central landmarks in Southern Arun that you've only heard stories about. And as you come up to it, you see brilliant gold leaves with almost what seems like little hobbles buried inside the limbs of the tree. You see people, fairies, fey folk, like flying around, little tiny pixies flying around all over the place. You uh, And as your group, big group, walks up to the... The southernmost city in Arun, Yalinor, which you guys will be coming up through this right here in the bottom left. Um, you come face to face with two cre two humanoid bird type gu guards that look very similar to Archer, and Archer's just gonna ah. Hey, um, just uh, just passing through. Uh, no need to. Um, you maybe have gotten gotten word about uh from you know, Madam Blackstone maybe. Uh, I know she passed through here a couple days ago. Um, we're we're expected to be seen by the Earl, I think. Um, and the guards are like, hold on, I need to see some papers. There's clearly some uh, fucking hair papers. There's, Jesus there's Christ. clearly some big folk among you, and you know you you know the you know the rules among big among big folk and big folk entering into Fey cities. And Archer's just gonna look at him and just come on, man. Listen, we have kids with us. We're expected by the Earl, Madame Blackstone. We we're just staying at her home, and now we're here. And then Elkis was gonna walk up, and he, as pompous as Elkis is. Is gonna walk up and say, "Now, now, they're under my care of House of Burning Heart," and he shows them the uh, family crest that he has, uh, like a little coin that's tucked away, or brooch that's tucked away in his shirt. He's gonna show it to him, "They're under my care, the Burning Hearts. Are we good?" And the guards are just gonna step aside and. Uh, let you walk through and what you come into is you see owls, owl people flying through landing on the giant tree you see how you see homes all over the place um and you come face to as you walk through all the kids are like wide-eyed looking around uh and immediately alan's just like now now no wandering off. You stay right next to us. You hear me? And all of you are going to wander. And I'm going to say for the sake of this, are you all going to be staying in a group together? Or are you going to be wandering off and exploring? Because this is the first city you've been in in a while. I'm going to go find I, a store. I would think we'd be staying together. I'm going to just follow the group. Okay. 
Well, I will be noticeably hanging back from where I usually am behind the group, like helmet on, kind of head down, silent. Okay. You're gonna. I will be staying as far away from Elkis as possible. At this point, El and Archer. Elkis is gonna turn around as you get past the guards, not at earshot of the guards. So we're gonna say probably around here. No need, and we're just gonna use Zane as the marker. Um, no need for Alan or any of the kids or anything like that. And the only way we'll use another, we'll just use Zane as the marker for everybody. Um, Elkis is going to look at everybody and just say, okay, well, I'd say we should, I, I did give him my word that I would stay with you, but to be honest with you, I we have duties that we need to attend to here in the city and, uh, we may need to split paths here. Um, if you want to find the Earl's office, go to the tree. Um, and then he like looks right at Elka. Elka, do you still have your burning heart symbol? Your crest? Probably somewhere. Okay. That will get you into the tree. If not, and he's going to walk right up to you saying... He's going to take the very same coin emblem that he had. He's going to put it in your hand and just say, just in case she decided to throw it away, which I understand why she would have. Um, this is your, this, you, you can borrow this from me. Uh, I'm sure our paths will cross again. We are, we are due to be going back to the mainland soon. So I might track you down. You're going to, you're going to trust him with that and not me? You don't want it. It doesn't seem like you want anything to do with me, Alka. Uh, like, I'm like... gonna walk away. <laughs> Frankly, I can't discount what her feelings are. Zane, if you want to give you. if you want to give that to her, you can. I will hold on to it and make sure we don't lose it. And if she wants it, I'll give it to her. You just uh. You make your way towards home, Archer. Tell my parents I say hi. Oh, uh, <laughs> you think I'm going to back to back to that place? Well, if you do, if I if I swing by Ebrax, I'll I'll tuck my head, I'll top my head in, or pop my head in, and say hi to mom and oh. dad for you. I'm oh. sure they miss you too. I'm sure they probably are disappointed in you just the way mine were disappointed in me. I hope you have a great lot. Are you projecting on me? Anyways, see you later. There's no projection. And they're just gonna they're just gonna wave at you and walk away. Never Typical. to be seen again. Typical. So are you guys gonna head to the tree, or does or Ake, are you actually gonna wander off and try to? I, I want to find a store. Okay. Um, are you trying to just sneak away from people, like as the group is walking, you're just gonna like duck away somewhere? Or are you gonna just are you gonna tell them you're going somewhere? Uh, I'll just um. Who's closer to me? Where would you be standing? Would you be standing in the back, or would you be? Uh, pro yeah, probably the back. Okay, the one that would be at the back would probably be Vaten. I'm right. hanging way back. And Zane. Alright, I'll just tell Vaten. 
Hey, Vincent, I'm gonna go try to find a store so I can replace this stupid bow. Uh, small one, um, I would not go through this city alone. Um, you may be able to pass for the other small ones, but you are, you'll probably stick out. Uh, I'll just, we uh, are, don't forget, we're not welcome here. Yeah, I'll just stealth through the best I can. Okay. Uh, Vaten's against his better judgment is going to let you go. Um, just Let's meet us at the tree. Yeah, that's basically what Vaten would say. And you guys make your way along with the children. And it's not normal for a group this large, especially ones that are a one that is filled with so many big folk. Um, walking through and as you're walking through Elka uh, everyone's kind of looking at you Owlins are like flying overhead like kind of like cocking their head at you looking at you um, and you're going to make your way are you just going straight for the tree yeah okay Yeah. so you, everyone makes their way to the tree and nobody actually stops you curiously <laughs> Um, Aiko, what type of store? Are you just looking for, like, a general store? Uh, yeah, like, to buy weapons and stuff. Alright, Aiko, I'm gonna say roll stealth check. If you're trying to go unseen. And in such a large city, roll, roll with advantage. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Jesus. Um, yeah, you're able to sneak into dark alleyways and pop your head in. The, what seems like the biggest form of, um, of, of commerce in this area is actually this big looking complex right here. It's very easy to see as soon as you walk in and you just kind of break towards it. And as you walk in there, it is beaming with life from all sorts of, uh, Owl, owl people to there's the occasional pixie flying around. Uh, there's the occasional uh, you see an elf, curiously an elf, uh, kind of hanging out, um, manning uh, manning part of the shop. Um, but as you walk in, immediately with a twenty-five, not a lot of people notice you actually. Um, so, is there anything in particular you were looking for? Uh, weapon store. Okay. So, you look around, and yeah, this is the place to buy weapons. Uh, this seems more like a bazaar than anything. Uh, there's all sorts of wares being sold to, uh, the citizens of Arun, which you assume are citizens. Um, and as you are walking around, you, you look, and you see a... You, like, peek in... And you see what looks like a giant, like a giant display of bow and arrow, it's just hung up on the wall. No Fire one has seen it yet. Hey. Oh no. <laughs> um. Or is it just like bows, or is it like bow attachments, like strings and stuff? It just looks like freshly made bows. All right. Is there a, a clerk anywhere? Yeah, there is. There's this big-looking fella. Um, 
kind of like he's stand he's much taller than you are um he has like antlers coming out of the top of his head uh with like deer ears coming out of the side he has like a like a like a spotted face it looks kind of humanoid deer like with like a snubbed black nose and uh his hands are normal hands but when you look at his uh at his at his feet you see hoofs and he's standing on two legs and he's just kind of he, he uh, he's looking around and and he like immediately clocks you and you're cloaked over there well hey there little one well how's it going oh it's... he like kind of like gets kind of looks at you sideways well, uh, can I help you with anything? Uh, yeah, so I have this one-handed longbow, and I've had it for many, many years now, but it's, it's failed me so many times, so I, I just need to get a new one. You want a new bow? Well, that can be arranged. Um, that is what I, well, primarily what I sell. Um, let me see here. Are you looking for a bow that is enchanted or are you looking for a bow that's just normal mm. how much are your enchanted ones well depends on the enchantment but um as i uh look at my uh, dungeon master's guide um do you have one that has is enchanted to actually hit stuff there is a few enchantments that are um, I can't guarantee you that you'll hit things. That is up to the user. Um, but I could, there's a few enchantments that give you encouragement, we'll call it, on hitting something. Uh, for game mechanics, it's, he's offering you like plus, plus one to hit, plus two to hit bows. Mm -hmm. But um, if you're asking for price, a normal bow, uh, a long bow, let me here. If you're looking for a short bow, it's going to run you about 25 gold, brand new, um, for a regular. If you're looking for a long bow, double that. Um, it, but if you're looking for something enchanted, hmm, this one that's slightly enchanted, I could probably sell you for 125 gold. What's the enchantment on it? Uh, it gives you, it aids you in hitting your target. It gives you a little bit of a, a boost whenever you take aim. Alright, and you said 125? 125, and it is, and I will include, we'll say 50 arrows. Alright, I'll do it. 125 gold, very well, and as he reaches up you're realizing that this man is massive like he is when he was manning his store he was sitting down you didn't even realize he was sitting on a, on a very high stool as he stands up he like doesn't instead of reaching up he like stands up and like it's eye level with him with how tall the ceilings are in here the ceilings are about 10 feet tall and he like his 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 like antlers are just barely scraping the top of the uh um the roof and he grabs it and this bow is very well made um and as he hands it to you 
It's like this is made out. Of, uh, this is made out of uh, wood from the tree of life. Uh, well, one of the trees of life. Well, the sproutlings, we'll call them. Um, if you take, I guarantee you, this bow will help you in whatever endeavors you go through. Here you go. And then he places down hundred. He places down fifty arrows on the on the uh, on the on the desk. Anything else you would want from me? So this bow is made from the tree of life, but it's going to cause death. Interesting. Peculiar, isn't it? But life and death are one are pretty much the same thing, or at least the complete opposites. But you can't have one without the other. Um. No, I think that would be all I needed. 125 gold then uh and as you I, uh, yeah i'll reach in and hand him 125 gold and as you hand him gold he like looks at it oh well this gold is from sylvania are you are you a traveler by chance uh yes i'm a i'm a lone ranger i travel all over doing quests for people if they need it and the king has allowed you to leave the island. That's impressive. Roll, roll a, uh, a persuasion, or either a um, deception check or a persuasion check. I'm gonna say deception. Uh, thank God, my deception's higher. <laughs> Even though it doesn't matter. That one. So four. Well, I'd say. I would, I would definitely uh, keep your head down. Um, you know, you ranger types need to make sure you stick to the shadows. And uh, I saw nothing. All right, and um, because he said that, I'll toss him a uh, ten more gold. Appreciated. So are you just leaving and going back towards the tree? Yeah, I'll head, I'll head to the tree now. All right. So as you guys make your way to the tree, you guys come to the base of it, and immediately guards stop you. Can you um, send me the description of that bow so I can add it? I, I will send it to you right after we're done with this. No worries. Um, you guys get stopped by particularly one other Owlin guard who has a long scimitar looking like weapon. And he stops you and he's just like, hey, who are you? And what are you, what are you doing with this many human kids? And he just like looks, like stares at you, Zane. For like, just hold up the coin. He like kind of turns his head. Oh, please follow me. Is this everybody? Like I... Should be right. Uh, Aiko is not with you currently. Uh, no, one of us is dragging behind a little. He's just slow, small, doesn't keep up very well. I, I know the type. Uh, okay, we can we can go up. And as he shows you, um, shows you the way, there's a, these little baskets. So they, they're like pulley systemed like elevators and they're like finely woven wooden baskets that uh, it low, lowers down. It's like a lift, it lowers down and opens. And he like looks all, you're gonna have to take probably three or four lifts combined. This is a lot of people. But if you That's take fine. this lift, it'll take you right up to where you gotta go. Thank you. And so after you I'll guys take the second one, okay, you guys pile in. You take some time. You, and 
And for the first people, so who's who's going in the first one? I probably would just because I had the coin in case anybody stops us. Okay, so you go against up. my better judgment, but you go. You guys go up, and we're gonna say just for the sake of this. After after everyone eventually lifts up, as you're going up, you start to see the vast wilderness that you just crossed through, and the fact that you only walk through a, only a little bit of it, you get you get the sense that there's no wonder. Uh, Madam Blackstone told you not to leave the house. Um, you start to look, and there is miles and miles of forest that you're looking out across. Um, and actually, for the fourth one that starts to go up, as and I'm going to say for the sake of this, Ori, just because you're the biggest, I'm picking on you. You and Alara have to take one by yourself. And as you step on, you see Aiko running up. And immediately, the uh, the Allen guard who's at the base of it just says, Holt, who are you? And as as he's shutting the cage for the, the lift. What's your business, little one? I'm, I'm with them. And he looks right at Ori. Is he, is he with you? Well, hold on. There's a uh, there's a dice roll. I was gonna say, yeah. did anybody else hear that die roll? Uh, <laughs> high or low? We're gonna go. Echo, well, you can choose. I'm, I'm asking Echo. Yeah, Echo. Low. I've never seen this boy in my life. Fucking bastard. <laughs> is, is, is this true? No, I know him. Uh, Daddy is saying, are you there? I'm They're the all the way up at the tip top of the tree. Wait, I didn't bring my dragon. Where's my dragon? The dragon, he has flown off somewhere. Where, where's my daughter? She's oh. a, she's up with everybody. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, if you see a, a dragon flying around, that's mine. Make a deception check, Corey. Deck. You know this is why I never liked you. <laughs> oh shit! That's a bad twenty. Man, you're rolling lights out tonight. Yeah, he said, well, well uh, unfortunately, little one, you're just going to have to stay down here. Can you show me your papers? What do you mean, papers? I need proof that you're a resident of Arun. You know, if you're, well, if you're asking about papers, that means you probably aren't. And if that's the case, you're probably with these people. He looks at, as as the lift starts lifting, and you see Ori looking down at you, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn away. Ori turns his back to him dramatically. You know what? Screw y'all. I will find my own way up. Uh, I would I would highly not recommend that. Um, that would be a bad idea. Well, I can just call my dragon. I can fly on his back. You have a dragon. Yes. Prove it. All right, I'll cast Dragon Sight to control uh, Aragon to come back. 
as you cast Dragon Sight, you look around and uh, Aragon is currently at the very tip top of the tree, at, like above everybody else, just staring down intently at ever at the kids. God damn it! You can try to call him back though. Although uh, at this distance, the tree this tree is hundreds of feet tall. Um, I'm gonna say roll a persuasion check to try to get your dragon to come down. We're gonna see if he wants to. No shit, I rolled a nat one. Oh my god, that worked. <laughs> so that worked. Um, Aragon looks down, sees that, feels that you're looking through his eyes, looks at the kids, looks down, see like you see through his eyes him staring down at you all the way down. And if a dragon could roll his uh, roll his eyes, he's a lizard, so he can't really. Uh, you'd feel it. And you'd blink, and he just soars down and lands. Um, what's your AC? Uh, eight, fifteen. Echo, echo. Uh, what is what is his body slam? Uh, uh hit die. The what? There's a body <laughs> slam ability or something like the that. Damage, for, you mean? Yeah, for yeah, was the damage die? Where do you see that? Flying press, sorry. Uh, it's a 1d6 damage, okay. Uh, <laughs> make, a, make, a, make a dexterity saving throw. You take oh, six God. points of bludgeoning damage. 16. You succeed, oh. uh, and you feel your dragon fly down and like tuck its wings in and just let itself fall down into you from high up and it slams right into you but you're able to catch it and it like it rattles you a little bit and he's just and then and the guard's like holy shit I guess you weren't lying yeah it's a long story but think, yeah this is this is my baby I don't think you can fly on that thing can you oh uh, we, we we gonna find out uh, I would like to see this um I, I, I am gonna take when I climb onto his back, I'm gonna take my heaping rope out and wrap myself to him. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> so need, I don't fall off. <laughs> I need Aragon to make a strength check. Uh, Aragon. I, uh... Did I do that right? Yeah. He rolled a five. You go to sit on his back and he's, he's flapping his wings as hard as he can, but he can't take off. And the guard just... <laughs> The guard just looks at you. So you can fly on your dragon, huh? Yes, yes I can. <laughs> interesting, interesting. And as this, the, the as as this comes to pass, the the lift comes slowly guiding down. Just take the fucking lift. Okay, fine. <sighs> he opens the gate. And then he's just like, "Make sure you keep your dragon with you." No promises. Uh, you're about to go talk to the Earl, the leader of this city. Make sure it's on the proverbial tight leash. Alright, cool. And he's going to actually, as he closes, he's going to step inside with you. And you guys are going to slowly lift up. 
And as you make your make your way to the top, you're immediately going to be everyone has already seen this, um, but you're going to be greeted by a grand hall that's carved into the very trunk of this tree at the top. And the as you're looking around, you're on the outside of it, and you, you're looking around, and you immediately clock Madame Blackstone talking to a owl person, an owl, and uh, much shorter than she is, uh, white fur. Um, very long wings peculiarly long wings and uh she's gonna as soon as she sees you guys come up she's gonna point and say well that's that's them um and she's gonna look very she's going to look very very nervous and uh the owlin lady is gonna walk up to you or the person out you can very clearly tell it's a lady and uh she's gonna walk up to you outside uh hello uh my name is need to find her name. Uh my name is Earl. I'm the Earl. Uh Alenia Silver. Nice to meet you. Um How do you spell that? S Y uh Alenia is A L L E N I A. And then Silver is S Y L V E R. Thank you. Um I I've been told by a person by this kind woman um by uh meredith that uh i need someone to skyship for you for some reason that would be wonderful uh, uh, well we, we could try um and then at this point echo's slowly coming out you echo you you pop out and the guard steps out and, he, and he's like uh my my lady um i've brought the, all the guests uh warning they do have a dragon it's a small dragon. Uh, and you see her kind of get a little defensive, but then she sees sees Aragon, and she's like, it's just a hatchling. Okay. Well... Milady, the whole group of us, including the children, need to travel. Your assistance is greatly appreciated. Well, I have control over the city and its skyports. And but, I have control over many things that you may not understand. Okay. Your assistance is greatly appreciated. Are you trying to intimidate her? Yes, I am. Roll an intimidation check. Why he's doing that, can I do something? What do you want to do? I want to walk up to Ori and just give him a friendly punch. In the what shin? Yeah. Did my roll go through? <laughs> that is ankles. Yeah, that's right. Or you take one point of bludgeoning damage as he punches you. You barely. Oh, hey, Echo, you made it. Yeah, that's for not saying I'm part of this group, you jerk. I'm gonna punch Echo. Oh god. Roll, roll a d4. <laughs> Four. Last time I punched somebody and near killed him. You take Aiko, you take four points of bludgeoning damage as he punches. So Aiko, you punch him and he barely feels it, and then Ori, not knowing his own strength, is just gonna like undercut you from the bottom and like punch you and it's gonna like full on like knock you off your feet. You said four points? Yeah, four points of bludgeoning damage. And then she kinda look she looks at you, Thaddeus, with a ten. Are you really trying to 
intimidate me in my at my own sanctuary. Forgive him, he's No he's my an lady. Idiot. He's an alcoholic. That is true. Idiot no. I am yeah. of a noble and I am simply requesting to get the fuck out of here. And we're gonna do what we can to get you out of here. Um some respect would be like mostly appreciated. Respect is earned. Um Thank you. Respect, respect goes both ways at both ways. Shut that up, is. you hairy fucking piece of shit. And then you all of a sudden you what you didn't see are two Aiko, you recognize this race, but two very large armed individuals slam their staffs down and they look right at right at you, Thaddeus. Such language, such language like that will not be used in front of the Earl. Understood. And Meredith Blackstone, Meredith, guys, I understand. Hi, my lady, Meredith. This be very respectful, and she will do what she can to help you. And then this is when she she chimes in the the Earl. Yes, I will do what I can to help you. Um, but you must understand that the the king clears every anyone that comes and goes from this continent and from this country. And until he gives us okay, you cannot leave. Um, luckily, Meredith took the initiative and sent him a note. Sent him a note, and we've received word that he has approved your leave. However, we cannot get a skyship to these ports that will be heading anywhere near Sylvania until probably tomorrow morning, if not tomorrow afternoon. So, we've made arrangements uh, in, actually, here's, I'm, honoring, I'm honoring you as my guests if you don't, if you continue being respectful. Uh, and we you, appreciate that. And you may stay here as long as you like, um, or at least until your ship is here. Um, I believe, and she like looks at her ledger. Your captain will be ah uh, yes that fellow, um, Captain Newgate will be your uh, will be your skyship captain. He should be arriving hopefully in the morning, but he has a tendency to sometimes run late. Um, but that is where we will be. Uh, that's where we're at there. Um, and she looks right at you, Elka. You're not... You're from this country, yes? Yes, ma'am, I am. Okay. Um, may I ask what your last name is? I'm just gonna hand her her coin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm from the... Uh, I'm from the Burning Heart. Ah! Ooh. Okay. Well, you are of a noble house, just as I am. Um, Elkis, do you know... Uh, wait. And she looks right at... So she's the, she's the niece of Elkis? Yeah, and she is. Well, your uncle has done, done me many great favors, and uh, knowing that, that you are of his family and so close to him, um, I'll make sure that your group is taken care of. Anywho, uh, 
guards, can you please show them to their chambers? Oh, and make and oh, and children, make sure you stay in the center of the tree limbs. Falling this far will not be fun. And all the kids just kind of quietly like nod their heads, yes. And children, children, yeah. please listen to what she said. I don't think she means anything other than exactly what she said. Respect her wishes. Very good. Well, off yard for your chambers, and as you are being led to your chambers uh, in Yalador, um, that is where we will end tonight's session. Um, and uh, we will pick this up two Sundays from now. Two Sundays. Yep. Next is the Halloween event. Oh, beautiful. Yep. So uh, those who weren't playing in the Halloween event, you will have a week off. So um, that's where we will. I think. Yeah. That's where we will end it. So. By the way, I got our stats all back to normal. Cool. Thank you. I'll send you a stat block for that boat in a minute. I'll be right back. All right, everyone, thank you for watching. I appreciate it. Uh, it's kind of a weird, long, dragging uh, session today, just trying to button things up. Um, we will be picking up... Uh, let me look at the dates. I believe it is the 6th. Um, November the 6th will be the next uh, Tales of Amrael session, um, where we'll be picking up with, uh, with episode 20. Um, this episode will be out tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. If you fell asleep during it and you would like to catch up with it, that'd be great. Uh, and then uh, on the 30th, we will be doing our Halloween event, like I said. And uh, so look forward to that. Anywho, thank you for watching. I appreciate all of you. Corgan, as always, thank you for hanging out. And uh, I will catch you guys. Well, I'll see you guys next Sunday. So, bye. Until then.